Let's go. gentlemen and everyone in between do not adjust that motherfucking down that's right we are back i am arizona first he is soul papa yo it's the arizona soul podcast oh yes indeed this is a podcast about nothing in particular just hip-hop pop culture current events and all kinds of other yeah you know we we, we get busy we get busy (laughs) make sure you head over to the all new revamp arizona soul podcast.com website um make sure you check us out over here where you can find uh both our pages uh you can link over to our twitter listen to our latest episodes watch our latest episodes get a lovely glimpse at our recent dedications on our instagram page and also from this page, uh, excuse me, from the website, you could also check and catch every single episode ever released in the six-year history of this podcast. That's right, Papo. We're six years in the making Shit. of doing the 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 Arizona Soul podcast, formerly known as the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast. Yes, indeed, we are six years at it. So make sure y'all rock with us, follow us. You can head over to SoundCloud, subscribe for free on SoundCloud. Make sure you head over to the YouTube channel, watch us live on YouTube and catch some of our clips over there at YouTube. Uh, check us out on Stitcher Radio. Shouts out to Blitz. Blitz found us through Stitcher Radio. He's uh, he's one of our uh, loyal fans who actually pretty soon is getting ready to start his own podcast. We've been chopping it up about it. Uh, he's getting his equipment together. And so we definitely going to um, have to do do something with the boy that was four years in the making yeah i mean (laughs) good good things take time that's what i'm trying to say good things take time my brother's Uh, very meticulous too so i i I believe that when he gets into something like when when he when he's bro when he's rolling out memes dog and definitely shout out to him on ig at b-l-i-t-z right uh blitz 51 i think yeah at blitz, blitz 51. 51 bro Bang. he just he, he just chucks him out i don't know if he's i don't know if he's still at the same part-time gig how he was back in the day since i'm pretty sure since he's out in, in your offices he probably working oh, no, like he a still, slave he still do this he still does a side job yeah he still does yeah. too. yeah he's still bro okay i was gonna say because whenever he's on post that's how you can tell that you know what I'm saying he's posted up because he's fucking just knocking them all out so <laughs> yeah, shout out to that shouts out to him and uh, also, make sure y'all catch us on social media. Uh, your boy, Arizona Verse. I may have been absent for about six months now, but one thing I have not been absent from is social media. I'm constantly on social media, uh, you know, promoting the Arizona Soul brand, if you will. So follow us on Twitter at Arizona Soul Pod, P-O-D. Um, you could uh, catch our latest tweets and all that good stuff over there. Uh, make sure you like the Facebook fan page where our should have never gave you niggas internet um, mm-hmm. meme collection is on and popping. We got uh, over 4,000 followers over there on the Arizona soul podcast, uh, Facebook fan page. So make sure y'all catch us over there. Have a good time with us live with us over there. Um, also, while you're at it on IG, follow us, like us on IG at Arizona soul podcast, where uh, we post all of our lovely dedications. My screen is moving slow. So I'm gonna go ahead and just put the camera back on us. And uh, make sure to uh, yeah check us out on uh, Instagram. And uh, my latest new infatuation with social media, it took me a long time to figure this website out. But now Reddit. that I've figured this website out, I'm in love with Reddit. 
No shit. I am on Reddit all day, every day. Uh, Bruh. It's it's all there. You know what I'm saying? And then it truly is the front page of the internet. I get it now. I completely get it now. Cause so to kind of backtrack, so you know, in, in, in my job or work in the um, operations, if you will, in um, uh, the, you know, for the company I work for. And so there's levels of stress. There's levels of workload, if you will. And so there's a handful of people, love them, um, but their job, you know, isn't as super stressful. You know, like my, my job is a steady, like nonstop, every second of every minute of every hour of every day you're always behind. There's always a thousand things that need to get done. So there's other people who, you know, hey, they, you know, they kind of sit around and when it's time to work, it's time to work. And so um, I've been seeing a lot of people posting and on Reddit while at work. And so um, I was chopping over one of my homeboys at work talking about Reddit and all that. And then so finally I did what any um, good young American who's trying to figure something out would do. I, I went to YouTube and I typed <laughs> how to use Reddit. And I watched a five-minute video on how to use Reddit, and I love it now. Oh, that no I get shit. It now. I get it now. I st- I still don't fuck with it, but every single time I, I I need to find something, there's probably a link that'll get you to a, a Reddit thread. But no, I I I I'm glad that, I'm glad to know that I can look on YouTube to figure that shit out. I mean, I, I figure if I could look up how to do a fucking tie every goddamn time, so I forget every time. That makes sense. You can figure out how to how to use Reddit. So yeah, so I've been uh, on Reddit, been joining the different subreddits, and um, actually, shots out to uh, Black People Twitter. Um, I've been uh, I've been getting my getting the memes off on uh, Black People Twitter, and I, I, I had a I had a nice little hit record, if you will, that <laughs> um, that I got like almost a thousand likes on. Actually, I'm gonna share it here. Um, I tweeted this and then took it to Reddit, and um, I said, you ever see one of your ex's posts, uh, pictures of a kid who just graduated from high school, and you think, damn, I remember when she was a toddler and walked in on me smashing mommy in the other room. Boy, does time fly by. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I want to say that should have me rolling, because, yo, all right. And, and I must say, true story, true story. Yo, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I, what's crazy about this is that when I was a sophomore, uh, a real close lady friend of mine, she had just had a baby, stereotypical Latina, you know what I'm saying, 16, 17 years old, mm. popping out a kid, and but whatever, you know, life passed, you know, moved us apart, and then, of course, you know what I'm saying, on the IGs or whatever, it's graduation time, holy fuck, I remember this little kid uh, rolling in the back of my seat, cause I had to, you know, I had to give him a ride, give her a ride from high school, you know what I'm saying, from school to daycare, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I but, love it. Yeah. Yo, shouts out to uh, some of the people, because uh, actually, so that's the other thing I'm about to get into with uh, Reddit, is that the Reddit community, especially if you get one that, you know, gets upvotes or wherever, starts getting some attention, you'll uh, you'll get a lot of people talking on it. And as we've always joked with this podcast, uh, we have uh, we have some vocal fans who are, um, shit, I'd, I'd say friends for life now. Like, I, I, I got a handful of people that, like, I'm cool with through the podcast now. Um, but I would say that, um, you know, the great majority of the people who listen to us, much like you and me, Popo, are uh, recluse. Not that, not that social, you know, we get in, get out, you know, um, people talk on Reddit 
And so um, I'm going to start taking some items to Reddit to start uh, opening up some dialogue, if you will, because even like the uh, post that I had uh, about, um, you know, the kid walking in, um, some dude chimed in and he had said that my ex's kids uh, called us all the time, five-year-old and 13-year-old who had autism. She refused to even close her bedroom door, never mind lock it. After the fifth day in a row, I said, I refuse to fuck if the kids are in the house. Um, I had uh, put out for three days, but we broke up not long after. He said, saw her, uh, felt sorry for them kids. Uh, she wasn't the best mother. She'd swallow my kids and kiss them goodnight 30 minutes later without even brushing her teeth. <laughs> Shouts out to the internet. I love you. Yeah, shout out to realness. That's a real shit. Because sometimes bitches ain't shit. But hoes and shit. No. Hoes Yo, and shit. all right. Look on the just dick. Ooh, yo, just because it's on the top of my head and thinking back to, to that post, bro, how many times have you swat, you know what I'm saying, just scroll through something and you see that one chick, whether or not you smashed her, still doing the same fucking poses in a very similar setting. You can't tell if it's the same or not because it's looked the goddamn same for the past to at least 10 years, 10 to 15 years. I'm thinking to myself, because she's pretty, right? She looks like she has all the things that one would want in a and at least someone to fuck for the evening. And then I'm thinking, so well, what is this bitch not doing right? Or doing that she is doing the same pose in this very similar settings for the past 10 years. She looks happy as hell. So is she just living her best life? Or, you know what I'm Yeah, it's just like, um, um, I, I would say living their best life is, is just like the uh, IG hoes. Where um you'll 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 see a nice nice little one on IG you know as you scroll through the the timeline on there and um I always say when you follow an IG model pay very close attention to like the settings of the the places she's in because if every time she's taking pictures the background is always like a different room she's in a hotel she's getting flown out that's a prostitute yeah. That's the process. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because some some of those backgrounds should stay the same, just like you said. You know, with 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 some of the uh, the amateur hoes that uh, you know you, you come to know through through the days, but those professional ones, yeah, they're they're getting flown out to hotels. They're they're all over the place. Yeah, and, and you know what? At the same time, goddamn, they must be living their best life. The biggest thing about it, you know, what I'm saying a, a pussy is more than likely infinitely reusable, right? It's the it makes the most profit. It's it's it is low overhead. You know, it takes a little bit of douches and whatnot for proper cleaning and maintenance but for the mm-hmm. most part you know what i'm saying you're not really restocking on too much and to, to get paid to be flown out and i'm pretty sure they don't want you to have a bad time i'm pretty sure unless you're dealing with someone she they don't want you to sit in a nice seat you know what I'm saying? they want you to be in a good mood become bearing fruits if not yeah yeah bearing gifts fruits so, yeah, yeah. P- papaya pussy you know what i'm talking about so I'm, no, i don't know and that reminds me, do you remember this was a thing like several years back where it was a whole bunch of these chicks that kept flying out uh, to what is it, Abu Dhabi. They kept heading over there to Abu Dhabi as their economy was booming and all these hoes kept, oh, you know, I'm out here in Abu Dhabi. Um, a chick spilled the tea, if you will, on what was going on out there. She had uh, some homegirls that she was friends with. And uh, her homegirls were making a gang of money, um, basically, uh, you know, living their best life. And mm-hmm. uh, they were flying out there, you know, and they'd come back with stacks. And so finally, uh, one of the girls was like, yo, I, I, I want in. I want to know what y'all y'all doing. I want to get in. So they was like, all right. So it was like, uh, we're going to fly out there. And then it was like, you know, we'll, you know, put you up on game. Uh, but then they just kind of like warned her, like, 
just giving you a heads up that like this ain't this ain't it ain't gonna be easy so just stick it out we're gonna make a whole bunch of money so she's cool so then she told the story how basically she was out there in abu dhabi for uh three days and she made like close to six figures um but it was a bunch of princes from over there if you will and they were they was fucking the chicks they was pissing on them they was shitting on them they was choking them body slamming them they was getting body slammed. <laughs> i mean i guess it they makes were, sense it's a logical step you're gonna stick your dick in their fucking esophagus i mean so yeah so it was like all money ain't good money and so uh she <laughs> she, she made her money um yeah. she came back and um i don't think she's going back anymore but it was funny because yeah. uh there was a whole lot of talk. There was a whole lot of IG models, if you will, for a few years who kept flying in and out of Abu Dhabi. And then, you know, they was uh, getting a body put together, if you will. And now it's Bro. like, oh, I see what y'all was doing. Ugh, you know. Bro, well, I mean, you think about it, though. And, like, part of my logic is, like, oh, well, you figure, you know, they're from middle, you know, this certain part of the east where, you know, say maybe I'm dealing with, the you know, one to two inches. Maybe it won't be so bad. Well, yeah, there's but there's about 15 princes or brothers or cousins and, you know what I'm saying, and everyone has a really shitty curry diet out there. So, I mean, you just imagine. It didn't go, and, oh, they, hey. and they all got machetes, so you better listen. <laughs> I don't catch that reference. But, machetes, uh, the knife. Tonight. Yeah, but why would they have machetes? Is that a thing? Because motherfuckers crazy. They be cutting heads off. Oh, out there. yeah. Ain't that what oh, happens to the true. Saudi dude? They be the motherfuckers crazy. Heads oh, you talking about the guy that was uh, went to the uh, not the capital, but the little uh, uh, embassy? Embassy, bro. Yeah. They had someone fucking dressed up like him, and you know, you normally you get a body double. Isn't it look something similar? No, it was the motherfucker twice his age. I think twice as dark, but he was wearing his clothes. Like, okay, you figure like, do you think cameras can't see this shit? Like, <laughs> even even the you know the shittiest of fucking of uh, uh, first gen you know uh, smartphones can be depixelated to fucking show the. I don't know, something's gonna get you in trouble. I don't know how the fuck I jumped into this, but but seriously though, like I. I I'm just wondering, just to, to I, I'm thinking to be the motherfuckers from Abu Dhabi, motherfuckers sending you the email change and Prince of Saudi Arabia, you know, say just scrolling through IG. Ooh, I want to fuck this one. I want that one. I want that Clicking. one to choke. I want that one to choke on my logs. That one right there. Ooh. She would make a nice toilet. That one right there. How? How can I get this bitch? Oh, click on her bio. Oh, that's convenient. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's and most He's trying to make some real money. <laughs> Uh, I oh wonder what template this motherfucker has for when he tries to holler at bitch. So you know motherfuckers have it. Like at some point too, I remember um shout out to this fucking autistic racist fucking uh um German guy I used to work with and he was racist as fuck because you could tell by the by how blonde his hair was and how, how fucking blue his eyes were. Um besides oh, yeah, him actually yeah. telling me deep Aryan blood. Oh bro. Oh yeah, he, he was very happy to tell me that his he comes from Germany lineage. One of those motherfuckers. And uh I guess he put me on game because I just never thought of it before. Uh he was hoe hunting on whatever date, dating app was popping at the time. This might have been during the POF days. And um this motherfucker was like I, I was like, dude, you're just sending random message to bitches. He's like, well yeah. He's like he's like it's like fishing and it, mind you white boy fucking country bumpkin going fishing. Uh you know saying so he's like he's like you know sometimes Sometimes you're gonna get them, sometimes you're not. You know, and I'm not and, and I guess one would think, oh, if you invest into some expensive bait, then you know, maybe you might lure a good one, but it's a numbers game, is what he was kind of putting me on to. Yep. And it, so I, what they say you you gonna miss a hundred of the shots you don't shoot. Yo. And he was about that shit. He I never seen copy and paste used on a phone before I met this cat. But apparently <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh man, my god. Him. 
But uh, speaking of trouble, um, everybody's favorite former uh, hoe turned reality star turned um, turned motherfucking hot MC. Um, killing the game, old Kerr. Uh, yo, Cardi B is in some motherfucking trouble as of earlier today. Um, as she is being indicted on 14 charges in the strip club brawl that happened last year. Yo, and I remember when this shit popped off, of course, I think it was on the Snapchats, it was on the, the TMZs. I mean, people find out right then and there when this shit happens. And it's funny how long it takes for the shit to actually process through. But at the same time, do you kind of feel like it's kind of a convenient time? Do you feel like, are there any way, it's, can they force a hand on this shit? Because I, I have a feeling that there's going to be some kind of a, a unreleased, made, she's going to try to pull a, a Yancey and release a whole fucking album. You know what I'm saying? Like, do, do you feel like there's a built-up to it or is this just, well, it's just so time for it? I always, so I get into like some of the rollouts and some of the fake stuff that they do to uh, promote albums and all that. But when you got grand juries and judges and FBI and cops in a, involved in ain't none of them motherfuckers on the record labels, like, like contract. Cause I know, um, I believe in lobbyists, bro. I don't know, but yeah. So, but and you, I you believe, right. so, and uh, that's a good point too. Cause I believe in lobby uh, lobbyists too, but with the amount of money that they're making nowadays in the music industry with CDs, not selling, I find it hard to believe that they have enough money to spend that much money to get the cops on the payroll to then roll out to hopefully try to get a million streams, which means like 10 fucking thousand album sales nowadays. So, well, I, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, though, they're not paying anybody off because what they're doing is they're they're delaying paperwork. And, and, and I don't know, like... Yeah. Uh, so that's just kind of what it seems like to me. I mean, not to not to try to compare this to some sort of. I mean, it might just a court justice system where you know everyone has their due process and you know time to, uh, you know, con, you know, uh, correspondence, all that all that shit that you have to fucking do, and they give you time limits. And guess what? You fucking wait the last minute. It's over. And I mean, it's not going to be that kind of case. But this is serious shit that we're looking at, right? Yeah. I mean, these are federal uh, charges. So apparently, according to TMZ, um, she originally was charged with a misdemeanor count of assault and two misdemeanor counts of reckless endangerment. This was back last October. Well, no, so that was originally, and that was last October. Uh But since she's been indicted on 14 charges, including two counts of felony attempted assault with intent to cause serious physical injury, criminal solicitation, conspiracy, harassment, and much more. And um, I bet you, I bet you, half the fucking evidence is shit that that was said on fucking line on the twitters or whatever right, fucking social possibly, media. Because that's one of the issues with the fucking kids and nowadays they don't know how to shut the fuck up and just do like just go through life, like stop <laughs> snitching on y'all stuff. I know you like these likes and all that, but y'all keep snitching on yourselves, bro. And, and there's there's little uh, the little Turk or little Duke, and there's a bunch of people get. I mean, and they kind of not to not to give any fucking credit to Takashi, no, because even before him, Bobby Schmurder, like there's been this little this little rack up game of you know catching these. I don't know if you want to call them low hanging fruit or not, because one wouldn't say that they're right, but just you know saying ready for a, you know for the fucking for a flicking off, and then. I mean, have you noticed that? Have you noticed the roundup of, of people like that? It's, and it's normally younger cats because you have motherfucker like, uh, who is the Irv Gotti? I just heard of Irv Gotti. I don't know how the fuck he's reveling. I don't know if he's trying to re-release some kind of record or has some kind of music project. No, he has a uh, show. 
He has a pretty popular show on cable. I forgot what channel, but he has a pretty popular show right now. Shut the fuck up. Him as an actor, as a producer? No, he's uh, the executive producer behind it. So they'll take a hip-hop song and they turn it into a TV show. So after I, for the life of me, can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but it's been fairly successful. I think the second season's getting ready to start in the next month or so. Dang, well, that sounds terrible that such a successful thing can't even be named on the fucking show, but uh, he who was once named. Um, no, he, again, someone who, who came off of fucking racketeering charges. I mean, shit, we see the motherfucking Jordan Belford. He fucking finally got released. He's probably having to live decently somewhere, being some kind of analytical, whatever the fuck, you know. I mean, I guess he kind of did with the movie with Wall Street, but um, amongst other things, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. But no, um, <clears throat> the Cardi thing, real quick, happened. This was August of last year. Uh, during uh, she had performed, and during that weekend, she was at a club, and she reportedly threw bottles and chairs at two bartenders, Fatty G and this other chick named Jade, because there was rumors that Jade had been messing around with Offset. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so she's uh, so supposedly, I guess, supposed to go to court on Tuesday, and we'll see what happens from there. Um, but um, I, I, I think more than anything else, this is a case of because it happens all the time. Uh, you come up in life, you know, living a certain lifestyle, if you will, and then you get a record deal and you still kind of have one foot in that life. Right. And shit catches up to you. So you that was take, the whole. You take the girl out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the girl. Yeah. And just, and that just with all of them, same thing with Schmurder. Like Bobby Schmurder blew up. And the FBI had been watching, and he blew up, and then they kept doing the stuff that they was doing. It was like, okay, good, because now, you know, we have a reason to follow you around because you're famous. Same thing with Takashi. It was following him, uh, his crew around for a long time. He blew up. Y'all kept doing all that dumb shit. And all we got to do is log on to your social media, hop on your IG Live, and you just going to confess to a nation's a millionaire? Yeah, yeah, I'm tuning in. Hit subscribe. I'm there. Yeah, I'll be – yeah, give me the notification. Sure, I'll click on the bell. Yeah. I mean, no. it, 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 but if anything, though, I, I do not foresee Cardi fucking doing time over this. Um, but those charges could grant that. I mean, I, and I guess you kind of being someone who definitely had the fucking book thrown at them, yeah. like you would imagine someone who is an influencer, uh, yeah. you know, could have that sort of power. Uh, really quickly, and this is kind of a side tangent, but uh, you know how YouTube, uh, uh, what is it? Was the damn word I just said it? <laughs> YouTube. Uh, influencers or? Influencers. All right. So yeah. influence in general, whether it be on social media or whatever sort of pop star-like uh, entity, um, that's who we go to now to give a product so they can give a review so they can, you know, again, influence and to sell. I didn't know that before the days of that, I, the com- have you heard of the company Konami? They didn't games like uh, yes, I have Metal Gear Solid. You know they're big company. Yeah, they yeah company they've been around friend. since the Nintendo days, if I remember. Bro, they have their money in in pink not ping pong machines, fucking pinball shits, old school antique yes. shit, casinos. They make they make the slot machines. Anyways, so 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 they're, they're getting paid. Um, but for example, I didn't know that back in the day, their team of America, or and I don't know if they did it internationally as well, they would go to schools, ask who the coolest kid was. Like they would ask 
kids oh who's the coolest kid right or some shit i don't know how the fuck they did it i can imagine yeah. a japanese businessman who is the coolest kid here but oh whatever the fuck they find out who the coolest kid is and they would give them a fucking video game because oh the fucking cool kid has i didn't know they went it went that deep and to think that that shit repeats itself and all right so the it, person who has the most attention we go fuck them. it is a sick sick world that we live in and so i had never heard that but one i i i, I believe it yeah, I, I see no reason why that wouldn't be the case. Like, oh, find a cool kid, get it to him. He's going to show everybody in his little neighborhood and at his school. Everybody going to buy that. That's going to be the new hotness. So it's crazy. But, that just sounded creepy to me. But, I mean, in, in that same respect, though, here we are bringing people that, you know, that come into our homes that we relate to, that we either, you know, see ourselves connected to or not, whether linked up to a childhood memory show or what have you, or, you know what I'm saying, that song that you first busted it open to, you know what I'm mm. saying, like, these motherfuckers have power. Yeah, or or even uh, reminiscent of a uh, 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 beef from uh, episode six that just That's a reigniting itself. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to both of their wingtips looking fucked up, and I'm a big fan of wingtips. I'm a sucker for wingtips. These bitches upset me. I don't even know what the hell a wingtip is. The little black shit on the corner of their eye. Anyways. Ah, okay, okay, I got you. I was looking at the hair. I was like, what the hell is a wingtip? But uh, shouts out to uh, Nika Minaj, who uh, earlier today, she has her queen radio uh, radio station that she does where she goes on. Um, I don't know how often she does it, and I don't think it's like a weekly thing because when she does do it, like it trends on Twitter and like every the, the barbs come out and everybody's talking about it. The barbs is is that what the name of her of her fans are? Yeah, yeah, her her um yeah her fans are barbs, and uh, the barbs are um they were uh, tweeting all about this uh, new Queen Radio from today, where uh, Nicki Minaj dropped some hot fire on uh, Miley Cyrus uh, earlier today. So apparently, um, to just give a little backtrack, um, everybody should remember back in 2015. Uh, Miley and Nikki got into an argument. Uh, it was on the uh, MTV Video Music Awards when Miley was good, bitch, or whatever. Oh, um, yeah. Where she was mad because apparently Miley Cyrus had said something in Paper Magazine. So, uh, flat fast forward to about three weeks ago uh, apparently Miley Cyrus had some new song where she mentions Cardi B and Nicki Minaj in it and she said that she loves Nicki but she preferred listening to Cardi B I don't know the exact lyrics but she said something to the extent of that that's pretty pretty accurate so um, Nicki didn't like that and so Nicki took to uh, Queen Radio and uh, she said that uh, Purdue Chicken can never talk shit about Queens, referring to Miley Cyrus. And when she had that flesh tone uh, spandex that wasn't complimenting her non-existent ass and make it how she looked like a raw chicken. Um, and she said that she disrespected me in a magazine article for no reason after I had just seen her suck Mike Dill or Mike Will's dick in the studio. Now you coming out with pink wigs. All you bitches want to be Nikki. Oh, drop the tea saying that during that run when Miley Cyrus was out there working on those hip hop records and she was getting all those Mike Will beats. Mike Will beat it. He beat it. I mean, he kind of have to, right? I mean, they're in the studio. She wants, she's trying to really come up in the game. I mean, whether or not she's a true hoe or not, you figure that's what she's going to flex her muscle. Do you believe it? So. I don't like to get. I don't, I don't like to get into the gossip, even though this is interesting gossip. Ooh, girl, spill but, it. Um, 
I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if that is the case. That is the I and so and I always go back to um, we uh, worked for that uh, when we used to uh, slang panties at that uh, uh, previous uh, occupation, and I had been oh, there for you quite wish a long you time. dick for some free panties. Yo, and no, just just in the work field with uh, being there for so long, I saw so many people who slept their way into high positions. And so that's a common thing in corporate America, people sleeping and sucking their way up to the top. So with how corrupted the music industry is, I'm not surprised that it would happen there too. Oh, for sure. I I guess it makes even more fucking sense. But but seriously, and I need you to be real with me, with with the bitch that's name rhymes with Feather, was she one of them bitches that sucked her her, dick to the top? I don't know why there are a thousand rumors about that. No. What's so hilarious about that too? So it was hilarious because I don't know how that how that got to be because she's a, a pretty little girl. bitch that's too fucking skinny and you but know what I'm saying. I don't know she, how I got caught into it. So I'm I'm a clear the air right now. I'm a clear the air right now. Nope, nothing ever happened. Even though yeah, it's hilarious. Know. Well, no, between the two of us because there was a huge oh. rumor between. Oh, I thought you. Oh, I didn't know, know that. There was a massive Ooh. rumor about the two. So much so that when she got pregnant. The joke around the place was that oh, it was mine, man's baby. and everyone was joking and waiting to see the pictures of that baby to see if it even remotely looked like it was black. I was no, Dang. no. So it was just funny that you said that because that was one of the rumors I was wrapped up into while I was over there. But uh, no, not that I remember that. Yo, I remember there was an old brother that was getting sucked off by an even older broad and RIP to her because she passed away some some years afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) She got buried without her wig, son. Oh. Inside like a motherfucker, but um, it's horrible, but it's funny. I was I was wondering if the soup there, his name rhymes with can of coochie. Um, I wonder if he was. You know what I'm talking? I don't know if I should say his name or not. I mean, I doubt he's gonna fucking listen to this shit. But oh no, uh, I get sued for defamation. Mm. See how Eminem got everybody. Well, this dude always trying to fucking sell something, bro. Like I remember doing powwows or reviews or whatever coachings, and this motherfucker's trying to set, sell me on fucking MedLife or not MedLife, some kind of a food Nutrisystem diet. I'm like, oh. get the fuck out of here! I'm Wait, trying to push it, something. Was it a brother or? No, this this was a half Asian, half white man. Look more more white than Asian, but yeah, I can't picture him because I ain't no. know a lot of the managers on your side. Uh, okay, okay, maybe yeah. He was just he was just a fucking one of the last of the sales guys, but um, I don't know the fuck we got lost on this fucking tangent, yo. So I I actually I, I didn't hear it because I, I read the fucking lyrics. It was on some kind of Boston fucking webpage, and she was just simply stating you know that she likes both, and that was, that was I guess she had to go on record to say what, how she felt about it. Yeah. So Miley was saying, you know, cause she is complimenting them both, but at the same time she's putting one higher than the other. So is that shit Wait. talking? And and so, like, so her better way of doing it was she should have just shot it, shot it both of them out because that is mm-hmm. one of the issues. Uh, more so because Miley or uh, uh, Miley isn't in the hip hop realm as much as she wants to be. Um, but that's one of the issues within the hip hop realm is a lot of the women don't big one another up. The, that's the true. female side in of life, it is very in life, bro. But just talking about yeah. just in general with hip hop. Yeah. And so that's one of the things where it's like you're just adding to the problem by giving another reason to have those two people going at each other. So 
you could have just been like, yo, I rock with them both and then say what you want to say in private. Um, yeah. But uh, Miley's just funny because uh, so she did that whole hip hop stuff when she was uh, letting Mike Will beat it. Um, she was, uh, you know, in the hip hop realm twerking, you know, somewhere in America, Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. is still twerking. And then um, that didn't work. And then she went back to her country stuff or whatever she was doing. Mm-hmm. And then she recently was trying to get back into the hip hop world. And everyone's like, nah, nah, stop it. We don't rock with you. And then uh, the boy uh, Lil Nas X dropped uh, um, Old Town road which blew yeah. the fuck up yeah. then he got uh billy ray cyrus on the remix which blew the fuck yo, up and everybody yo. was like culture vulture like a motherfucker bro well, like no, a I'll, motherfucker we'll get into that okay okay but uh so no he uh so then he, you know, he that, just dropped i haven't heard that shit yet but yeah yeah, I haven't either. But um, but that record, you know, blew up or whatnot. And then uh, all the you know black people was like, "Yo, we rock with uh, Billy Ray." Was like, "Yo, that's dope, man. You invited to the cookout." And then Molly Cyrus started <laughs> doing all these videos of her dancing to Old Town Road. And it was like, once again, oh, really? no, not that. you. We don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop. We invited your dad. Your daughter's not welcome. No, she's not welcome. <laughs> But no, but I rocks with Billy Ray Cyrus um, because so the whole Lil Nas X thing, again, no one would have heard that record if it wasn't for the fact that it charted on country music records. And then the country music world was like, no, this is not a country record. And then Billy Ray Cyrus was like, no, that's a country record. That's soul. Like he has a banjo playing like that's that's country music. Sure, it has. that wasn't before, because I remember hearing about the song, because it, it did get buzzing real quick. The only reason why I fucking Billy Ray heard that shit, but I thought he jumped on it first before it was on no, the... No, it okay. initially the the original charted, because that's how I learned about it, was, oh, there's a song that charted on um, country radio, and then they dropped it because they were like, oh, that's not a country song. And then Billy Ray Cyrus then came out and was like, no, that's a country record. It has a banjo. Um, he's talking about country stuff or whatever. Like, it has a country twang to it. Sure, it has a, a trap beat under it, but no, that's all has all the country elements. And then Billy Ray Cyrus and him linked up to do the remix. And then part of the other reason why I'm rocking with Billy Ray Cyrus so much is um, he has really been standing up for this kid, and he's been like welcoming him, if you will, to the country realm. And then there was this uh, billboard in Nashville that blew with up. With just his face on it. With just his face on it, saying that, hey, you know, number one record in the nation, Billy Ray. And then Billy Ray took a picture in front of that billboard. It was like, no, thank Lil Nas X. That was his record. Like, st- this is clearly race-related. Stop. So right. I'll rock with Billy Ray Cyrus. That's that's the right way to show that you're an ally. Miley did it right. the wrong way by like, oh, hey, look, I'm with all these ratchet black bitches with big booties. Yeah, I'm yeah, ratchet, yeah. too. Oh, look, I'm stereotypical, too. Oh, you guys don't like me. Oh, I'm gonna go back and play my guitar. Oh. <laughs> oh. We'll see, Nick. And you think maybe that shows age then, or that shows maturity? Because obviously, uh, Billy Ray's a bit older. She's kind of still doing young, dumb bitch shit, no? There's no, no, no excuse to her because she's almost 30. I would say it just it comes down to um people just understanding because like because you could we're in a trump nation right now and all those old people rocking with trump is like oh niggers and mexicans and spicks and beaners and all you muslims and you gays and you faggots and like that's that's that old baby boomer generation so i think it's just it's some people who are aware of what's going on in the world and they live outside of their bubble and then there's a lot of people who live in their fucking bubble and i think that's one of the issue with miley is that miley probably is a fan of hip-hop 
and she probably does have hip-hop records that she listens to but she lives in a bubble and she's not around the hip-hop crowd and so that's the reason why when you put on this hip-hop face it looks like you're trying to fit in because it's that's not of you like you're not being yourself just be yourself yeah. I mean, I took that shit as blackface. I mean, obviously not that, that is it, demeaning, but it was. It was black. Think about it. You're doing the most stereotypical things. What else is that? Uh, really quickly, before I get lost in it, I wanted to, to shout out because again, I had my beefs with, with Billy Ray because of just being white. But one of my favorite lines in his verse that also is the line that I despise the most because of its what it could inspire. But the, my favorite line is when he goes, "I'm like the something about not fucking with stress. He's been through all that. He's like, I'm the Mar- I'm like the Marlboro Man, so I kick on back. Cause that's that's you know what I think when you think of the Marlboro Man, motherfucker is leaning back, ha- taking a drag of a cigarette. You know, like old yeah. cowboy killer. At the same time, as much as I feel that line is as silly of a line it is to feel. At the same time, thinking, is do you think this is an inspire smokers? And I, not not to get off into this sort of tangent, but Jewel, who's owned by Marlboro, had been getting in trouble for putting sneak for giving I guess low doses of nicotine originally to get people's you know attention, and then cranking it up to get motherfuckers hooked. It's kind of like a throttling system. And I realize this some every now and again when I get ciggies, sometimes the pack tastes delicious and it just yeah. feels rich of yeah, all the. You know what I'm saying? All, all the menthol is just, it's, it's, it's crack on crack. I can feel it between my fingernails. And then there's sometimes I'm like, this just tastes stale as fuck. You know, yeah. mind you, it could be distributors maybe where I get them for maybe how old the stock was. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Usually I'm, I'm on the QT shit where they get supposedly, you know, fresh shit's daily. Um, but it makes me wonder though, like there has to be a throttling system, just how with the internet, you say you paying for so many gigs, you know what I'm saying? A second, but then you fucking test that bitch and oh no, what's well, a median. It, it's supposed to be a median. You got to check in the nighttime too, because of that. Yeah. so I don't know. I you feel like there's a, th- I, I, I'm again, I got lost into them trying to sell shit, but what, isn't that the, the greatest fucking ploy art? Like, we we no, got to and that's how you're supposed to do it as a corrupt business, if you will. You get someone hooked up on something, and then you kind of slow it down a little, and you ramp it up, and you slow it down, you ramp it up. And that's how you get that dopamine firing, because that is the thing. Um, if you're you know, getting the, the, the good shit, if you will, all the damn time or whatever, then you become um, not a, I guess, immune or used to it, if you will. And so... That's one of those scenarios or whatever where, uh, yeah, if you kind of dose it down a little bit or whatever and then kind of build it back up to, you know, get them back on board, if you will. And, uh, I mean, uh, the same thing could be said about uh, porn. I recently (laughs) shared a meme where it was talking about how um, it said, uh, uh, does anybody know when Pornhub 2 is coming out? Because I've already finished the first one. It's kind of the same (laughs) thing. Like, you know, they, they slow it down. They ramp. They get you. They get you caught up in it. That, that's that's what they do, bro. Speaking so, of, what's up? I was gonna give a mention to a, a recent porn uh, endeavor. I don't know if you have oh, a time. Wow. Do you have time, brother? I tell you about my friend Jesus Christ. No, there was a scene. I guess it was a Czech gangbang, and it. Okay, I understand there's stories involved <laughs> or whatever. So I understand that that uh, I love you know, a good the, story. Whatever, <laughs> I, just, I just I didn't think the check did that. It was always uh, okay. I'm you're gonna I'm gonna I have to pay my rent. You give me money. You fuck my girl. Whatever. You know I always thought that was that was the most. But I guess it gets a little bit deeper than that. Anyways, so the premise of this one particular gangbang, and I didn't think you need to swear for a gangbang. But if ever you wonder why the fuck gangbang started, I guess this is kind of like the 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 101. 
And I don't know if this chick wanted a, a daughter. She wanted to have a baby. So she's like, okay, well, I'm going to get 20 of, you know, whatever young bucks is and come, you know, drop, drop their loads. Because it was a cream pie video. And so apparently all these guys are coming in there waiting. And the, the lady, who, the lady who, was, who was introducing the, the bitch they're about to fuck was even hot, the hottest one out of all of them. She had the little dyke bayonetta cut with one side longer than the other. Anyways, she's introducing her saying, okay, I got all these fellows here for you. And, bro, and she just points at one of the buffest guys. And she's like, I don't like this one. And and then he, she had, then the, whatever the, uh, is she a matress? Not matress. Is she a mistress? Whoever the fuck the, the king boss bitch was, was like, all right, buddy, you got to go. So then <laughs> I actually, I like this so much. I was reading the comments on this one, bro. I didn't know there was a fucking comment section on Pornhub, bro. There's comments. And, and bro, one of the comments said, this guy, this guy had to have take, uh, taken the best L uh, you know, no, I never seen someone take an L so easily. And mind you, you're in a fucking room full of twenty dudes. These twenty guys are gonna fuck this bitch. You were the unfortunate lost soul that had to get turned away from a fucking gangbang. That's heartbreaking, well, I bro. Everyone except that one on the left. Yeah, you. That's yeah, exactly what happened. Go ahead. That's exactly what happened. Anyways, yeah, I guess he took it like a champ. People shot him out in the comment section. That's where the heroes live, right? But anyways, throughout this scene, as these motherfuckers are busting loads in this bitch. The, the the lady the mistress boss bitch keeps telling her oh this will get you a, a a girl for sure and and bro and that's just the kind of dialogue that would come in every time someone would fucking boast load oh this one feels like twins and I'm like <laughs> is this it was it was kind of distracting me because I was thinking to myself like oh is this and I don't know I don't know if it's supposed to inspire people to hurry up and finish because we're trying to get this bitch pregnant but that was the whole premise she wanted to have a kid she didn't want to have any any boyfriends or any partners so here she was taking a fucking load as all and, uh, and, the, and this was uh, Popo at the end of the at the end of the scene uh, uh, oh uh, that was a that was a ghost. This, this ectoplasm. Did you see the ghost? It ran through here. It, it slimed me. No, oh, that wasn't me. That was the spooky ghost. Yo, shouts out to South Park. That I stopped watching. It sounded that like Randy. Yeah, that was Randy. It, 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 oh, it was ectoplasm. That that's not sperm. That was ectoplasm. Yo, but uh. No, going back to uh, talking about getting people hooked on some and then, you know, ramping it down, bringing it back up. Uh, Marvel Endgame is getting ready to come back out again. Did you see that? Bro, marketing like a motherfucker. They don't want to let Avatar win, bro. (laughs) Yo, Avatar, they getting Avatar clear out of here because uh, even before this release, I think they're only, I'm trying to see if there's actual number, they're only a few million away from beating Avatar all time. So even without doing any type of re-release or anything, they were clearly getting Avatar up out of here. Marvel, the Avengers Endgame is about to be the number one movie of all time. And actually, did you see it? I'm actually, I was gonna, I was waiting for the fucking clouds to clean it, but now that I know they're gonna re-release the bitch, you know, all the nerds are gonna go line up again. <laughs> Just to watch one fucking deleted scene at the end. Yo, I saw it opening weekend. We went opening I, weekend. Yo, how, how, how crowded was that bitch? No, so we go to a little, so there's a um, place out here in Gilbert, and um, it's like for kids because it has like an arcade, it has a bowling alley and everything, but they also has a movie theater in it. Um, the movie theater is like the third most popular thing inside of this thing. And so it was the one <laughs> place where there was nobody like it was like half full. 
so uh so yeah it was oh, perfect shit. we got we good time we went to go see you know it wasn't like super early or super late it was like the perfect time or whatever and then uh the theater wasn't even full so yeah we got to see it um first weekend i think it might have been the saturday um it had came out rarity so you fucked with it then what yes i'm a big marvel no so, spoilers no spoilers um so if you've seen infinity war and then this one yeah. it was two different movies so that was one of the thing like infinity the best way to put it, infinity war was just that it was a war and then this was um kind of the 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 climax of it if you will and so like it was it i i would just say going into it to you know no spoilers even though it's been out for like 88 months uh no spoilers (laughs) i would say um don't go into it expecting it to be just like infinity war it stands on its own um but it less action man Cause it's fucking well, it's three hours still, long. It still it was a gang of shit going on. It was a lot going on, but it just it wasn't the same as Infinity War was a war. This movie was emotional. This was it was okay. yeah it was an emotional climax of like and then it was dope too because like we saw it we enjoyed it thought it was good and then uh, what I always do a lot of times is I watch a movie and especially if I really like a movie I hop on YouTube and I watch theories about it and mm-hmm. I watch you know behind the scenes. I did that stuff with us. That. Yeah, exactly. And um, so when this was over, I went home and I watched it and I enjoyed it and I would have enjoyed it even more if I had actually been watching all of the Marvel movies over the past 10 years because it was a whole bunch of Easter eggs that I missed where like they said this thing and that was a playoff of something that happened seven years ago in this movie or on the background you saw this picture and that was a culmination of something that came from and it was like it completely wrapped up everything that had happened in every single movie over the past 10 years. And a lot of that I missed because I just started getting into it around like Civil War is when I started watching all the Marvel stuff. So, and even um, with that, I still missed a whole bunch of the movie. So, did you watch Captain Marvel? Yes, I saw that too. I think first weekend I saw that too. So I, I saw yeah first week, uh, first the second weekend, and because there's a comedy movie that was too fucking booked. There it was just a fuck day, so he was like, all right, pick your demon. Um, and then I, remember, I I even got the DVD. They still haven't opened yet, but I I didn't like it that much because it just it felt so shoehorned in. And is she? It, don't tell me she's the savior of this last movie. Well, I'll, I'll let you watch it. I, okay. I won't go to the I'll let you watch it. I won't don't want to spoil it. But uh okay. so I so I like Captain Marvel, though I was slightly disappointed, but it was my own because I I don't know. I go into so many movies with an open mind and I go into movies with no I don't get into the hype and I'm trying not to listen to what people say it's gonna be or whatever. I go into a lot of movies super open minded. So eight times out of ten i come out of movies absolutely loving them because it was like i went into it not expecting anything and so even if it's remotely good as well that was good um what got messed up with me with captain marvel was a lot of the theories and a lot of the theories was how okay the scrolls are going to be on here and how the scrolls can shape shift and then people started planting in in my head watching all the theories like oh so what's going to happen watch they're going to go back in time to the 90s and then you're going to find out that like nick fury and like captain america they were actually scrolls this whole time and then that's what's been going on and so i was going into it looking for that like oh man who's the secret agent with the and then none of that happened and then so i was disappointed about that because i thought the movie is going to be something different than what it now, was. That would have upset me if that was the case. That would have upset me because because they sure no, no, they sure as fuck I, did. 
Shout out to the blockbuster cameo and fucking Captain Marvel. Yeah, and it was just the simple fact that I thought that that's what the whole point of the scrolls getting into it was that the scrolls were going to be, you know, the, but then it turned out that they were the good guys if you were in the movie. So I thought yeah. it was good. It, it 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 was good, but I think they did kind of get forced in. But then kind of the same thing too, um, which was interesting because um, I'm a fan of the Black Panther movie, um, but I can't wait to see the actual second one because one thing that was apparent. They they did the Civil War movie and they had Black Panther in there and then they were working on the Black Panther movie. I don't think they realized how big Black Panther was going to blow up. And so they were already working on the movie and going in a direction on the movie. And then the guy was a fucking megastar. Then you get to the Infinity War series and Black Panther's not even really into the whole in the thing because he wasn't yeah. said to be that big of a character because they didn't expect him to blow up that well so it was another thing like that where it's the gift and the curse of the long-term planning marvel mm-hmm. like marvel right now knows the movies and what order they're going to go in for the next like seven years and that's great because you want long-term direction to get to an end goal and then that's what when you get to the end it's so much more refreshing once you get to the actual end but then uh the problem is is that sometimes you'll have one thing that blows up more than you thought it was going to or you have something that flopped and it's like oh shit we got to change course we're like three and a half years in we're going this direction and we got to switch it up this way so that's the only issue but uh i'll rock with marvel it is that sort of fucking foreshot or foreshot not foreshadowing but insight that i think really shit on dc bro and one of the things because mind you i'm not the biggest well they own a couple properties that i think are dope the watchmen are dope they're on fucking hbo they're they're gonna be redoing that series that was something that back when um is it mike schneider or bill schneider or something schneider he was the one that that did like um Zack Snyder, he did like 300, and you know, it was bringing a lot of the comic book movies uh, into well, comic book shits into into movies. Um, he did it perfectly, and mind you, and it wasn't even like he did that great of a job. It's the fact the material was that so fuck was that fucking bold. Anyways, yeah. I haven't seen Shazam. That shit looks like I it might have been it. a turning point. No, really. So <laughs> that, that expression, I saw it. Oh, that's terrible. So we're going to do movie reviews like that. Like I saw it. So it's two things. One, we saw it, and it was decent. It wasn't like it wasn't horrible. It's worth checking out at least once. Um, where we messed up was we saw oh Shazam, oh superhero movie. Hey, we're gonna take the boys. We didn't realize it was PG thirteen. I didn't realize PG thirteen was as fucking graphic as it is. It gives you one fucking anything that's sexually oh, suggestive. No, it's way more. It's all kinds of shits and sons of bitches. Like it was. It's Shazam. Was like yes, Shazam. We're this sitting here watching it, and me and Steph were looking like, "Is this shit rated R? What did we sign up for?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and it was funny too because the boys by the end of the movie they were like, "Yeah, that was all right," but they cuss a lot. Like even the boys were like taken back. Like whoa, like <laughs> that says something. So yeah, well, see, it, yeah, it, it kind of it, it, that's where I when I see a a trailer and I'm like, oh, they got a fucking Kendrick Lamar song. They're trying to be topical or jiggy with it. And then you know you see all these cutscenes, or sometimes you just feel like you see the whole fucking movie because they're kind of setting you up to the origin story, which is the fucking origin story. Uh, and it kind I don't know, they just they didn't have the best directive. And one of the biggest blessings for them, and I'm excited to see it when it comes out. But, um, Remember they fired James Gunn? 
from from yes, the Guardians. From Guardians, yep. Bro, even though they snatched him back up, did you hear about that? They they picked him back up for, yeah. for Guardians three. Which shout out to them for not being dumbasses and for you know this motherfucker made it pop in the way he made it pop in. Yeah, I loved it when they fucking fumbled his ass and they let him go. DC was quick as shit to pick that motherfucker up for the Suicide Squad reboot, and it's legit. He's saying a fucking reboot. This ain't a fucking number two. I ain't gonna take the samples of of what the fuck you made. I'm gonna redo it, and I'm curious because of how bold and direction and how slick guardians of the galaxy was yeah. i wonder how the fuck he's gonna freak it and how bold he is to fucking say this is a goddamn reboot and i wonder if he's gonna keep any elements like for example harley quinn she's just like your porn hub number one video type material of a fucking of a dumb bitch broad like that's cosplay begging to be reused over and over again so we'll see how much he changes that but even that and was kind I of her correctly i think it's if i if i remember correctly the chick that played harley quinn is supposed to come back as harley quinn and okay margie rago or Robin, yeah, robbie i think a bunch of the other people are supposed to be getting recast because i did hear that will smith's not doing doing the next one to be honest not, not to say it's a wasted 20 million but honestly like for the most part like that had to have been the easiest 20 million that motherfucker made yeah so, but yeah, I, mean, I never think, think about it. Motherfucker was wearing a mask. It was probably a stunt double on that bitch the whole time. Like, he just got to come in from the close up shots. Like, yeah, because I never saw the chance. first one. I heard the review because I did want to see it because I, it's I'm a fun. Big, I'm a big Joker fan. Mm. I like Harley Quinn. And so I did want to check it out. But yeah, I, I don't what? like DC. I'm just not a DC guy. I'm a big Joker fan, so the Joaquin Phoenix one, it, it seems interesting as fuck. Like, this might yeah. be the one of the, their first good, good movies. Um, but me being a joker fan jared leto played a, people talk a lot of shit because he was this bedazzled looking joker wanting yeah. to be you know white boy x con shit but it it fucking it worked and it would have been a whole lot deeper if they didn't you know make the directions that they fucking made you know and it's just because you know people who they're getting to test this shit are random fucking people that are that picked five on a survey you know what i'm saying like yeah i don't know it that doesn't was one really, of the th- that was one of the things I heard about the Joker because a lot of people were saying that his part in the movie didn't fully make sense. And then later on, I had heard that there was a whole bunch of deleted scenes, a whole bunch of stuff that they cut from it. And a lot of it yeah. was the Joker stuff, which then put holes in a lot of the stuff that was going on with him, which made sense. You know what was the biggest fuck you? I spent 28 to $30 one tuesday afternoon to get the fucking suicide dvd and blu-ray and digital copy and bro out of all those shits because none of them i guess really fucking matter because the digital copy is the one that you remember you can't lose because it's unless you forget your password um bro there was no none of those fucking deleted scenes why did i watch this movie yeah. in theaters and then buy this bitch day one to not have them fucking scenes that's the whole point right and I couldn't have been, mind you, it wasn't like it was a surprise because in the back of the fucking box it tells you gag reel, uh, fucking biography, but no fucking, you know, deleted scenes. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I shouldn't, I mean, obviously I saw the shit, but it was like, God damn. I don't know. It, it just makes it shitty, not only as a consumer, but then as a fan who is paying for this shit outright to not get these things that made these the whole point of a dvd before besides being able to watch it special features right your commentary yeah. i haven't got, i haven't had the time to listen to fucking commentary track in a minute but i still love that shit so i mean uh, i don't know i don't know why they don't include these things that the greatest director cut comedy uh commentary thing i ever heard was the movie how high they did the commentary with method man it was the greatest it was as good as the fucking movie 
and there was one part when um, I hadn't even noticed it in real time because it's such a little small little thing, but there's one scene where Method Man and Red Man are coming out of school talking, and Method Man has a rolled up piece of paper in his hand, and he like bops one of the extras on the head, and so like I had never paid attention to that scene because you're focusing on what they're talking about, and Meth was talking about in the commentary. Um, they you know did that same Meth was like, oh yeah yeah I got in trouble for this part. They were like Method Man, can you please stop hitting extras? And I was dying laughing like the commentary on how high was so fucking fantastic. So yeah, y'all go out there and check that out, bro. Oh yeah, and then I think I know they redid that shit. I forget with with fucking rappers, but uh, yo, one thing that's so funny about that era because this was what early two thousands, right? Yeah, where hip hop was kind of making its its leaking over into cinema. This is after fucking belly showed his cinematography, you know what I'm saying? You know, shit that, you know, then you start seeing actors, you know, especially Meth. Meth is probably one of the ones still doing it, but he was definitely one of the first ones to jump on, jump on that shit as well. Um, and I can just imagine, bro, just being this motherfucker from Staten Island, you know what I'm saying? Just, this is your fucking movie. Fuck these white boy extras. <laughs> like, I can just, I, <laughs> like, I remember, um, shit, Shout out to the reboot, Jane Silent Bob reboot, Kevin Smith. Uh, in the movie Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, um, Chris Rock plays a director. And Sh- you remember who Shannon Elizabeth is? She was the big titty bitch from American Pie. Yes. The foreign exchange student shit. Yeah, yeah. Her husband, who's, I don't know if they're still married, but at the time he was doing cameos in all her fucking movies. He plays, oh, no, no, it wasn't him. It, he was in there too. It was Jamie Kennedy. Remember Jamie Kennedy? Uh, his experiments. Yes. He was, you know, Malibu. Yeah, more swamped. So this cat played like a, like a PA. And I guess he was, he brought Chris Rock his coffee. And he goes, he goes, white boy, white boy. I was like, how do you know you were giving him shit, right? He's like, I bet you pissed that, that you bring a nigga his coffee. And he's like, no, sir. No, sir. He goes, I bet you'll pay your daddy up. Does your daddy know that you bring a nigga his coffee? He was like, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> so, so anyways, so his whole scene, his whole character in the movie was just fucking talking down to these white people because he's a black director. He's the one that's in charge. God love people. it. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Rock. God love it. No, and uh, something else to love, yo. Uh, shouts out to the internet. Shouts out to emulators, and shouts out to creative oh. people on the internet. Um, somebody you got a Raspberry Pi? What? Oh, Raspberry Pi. Oh, apparently. I know about the emulator thing. Yeah. No, yeah. somebody uh, took the first Mario Brothers and um, they made update to it, and they turned it into Mario Royale. Yeah. They took. Oh Mario no, Brothers Smash Brothers. Brothers. Talking about Smash Brothers, right? No, 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 no. So there's a Mario Royale um, where uh, they created this on the internet. And you could go to, uh, I forgot the website or whatnot, um, but they created Mario Royale. And for the people watching on YouTube, um, it is the first Mario Brothers. Um, and you play it Battle Royale style, where it's you and a hundred other people playing Mario, and the goal is to get through all four of the levels quicker than anybody else. And so, like, if there's a power-up, a mushroom, only one of you guys can grab it. If a shell gets hit, anybody who gets hit by the shell, they die. If you get a star and you touch any of the other players, those players die. It looks incredible. It looks flipping incredible. Um... And so, uh, yeah, and so, yeah, it's free. You could go to, I think it's like Inferno. Um, I think the guy's name is like Inferno.com or something like that. And um, 
And yeah, as you can see from the gameplay, yeah, it's like 70, 80 different people playing at the same damn time. And uh, yeah, you're trying to get through all the levels. What's so beautiful about that is that this game can literally fit inside your fucking phone case. Have you seen those phone cases? I think yeah. IG was fucking pumping those shits hard. And, and so, mind you, this doesn't take too much computing power. Like, literally, it could probably fit in a fucking Excel spreadsheet, more than yeah. likely. And to think that, you know, it, it's... God bless how far we are in technology to be fucking looking back at something from 1986 and just and making it fucking relevant. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see... Because Nintendo's, they're very n- notorious for tearing shit down there they they fucking protect their intellectual property now more than they ever did before you know what i'm saying flops like the original super mario movie and shit like that really um shout out to fucking pikachu that shit was actually mad entertaining and fucking nostalgic for any nerds that fucking ever played pokemon or liked it before um but you know so when there's fucking pirates like this bro they tear that shit down so i'm, I'm hoping maybe they might try to give this motherfucker a couple shekels so that they can bring it over to their nintendo service because that just makes the most sense Yo, and what would be brilliant in all this, honestly, is if they, because um, they have the Super Mario Maker, which is a massive hit. Um, Super Mario Maker did quite well. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Maker 2, I think, is out now. And, no, not um, yet, September. Ah, September. And um, so it's just brilliant because now, you know, the power is in the hands of the players and then they can create these infinite levels. And there was even a um, video put together by the game theorist where he did the math of the different um, the different ways that you could make a different type of uh, level. And then he did the math of it. And basically Mario Maker's universe is actually actually larger than our own universe. Like he did the math. (laughs) And it was like the possibility of what you could do in Mario Maker is that crazy. And then Mario Maker 2, they took it to another level. And then as uh, people were saying with this Mario Royale, what if you took it to even the umpteenth level and then you did that where you can play these Mario Maker levels and you play that with 50 other people and the goal is to beat it before every like the just the possibilities is endless so shouts out to the internet the internet wins again fucking a and, and shouts out to a nintendo for their i mean right now their online service is not popping the way the xbox i think xbox uh, owns it hands down when it comes to online services uh playstation oh, i'm a, more of a playstation fan that dog scared the living shit out of me i was about to say <laughs> popo look over your shoulder <laughs> demon get the demon Yo, I'm actually I'm actually afraid that there might be a demon, but I'm rebuking it. And I gotta sage this bitch before save, and save. see my family kids back. But uh, no, that's Nacho. That's uh, oh, that's Nacho. Of, what up, Nacho? Yeah, he's, he's part of the family. That's Nacho, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was I saying? Oh, I don't know. Do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> I, remember I forgot because the fucking Nacho demon just threw me off. So no, he's a good boy. He be tearing up a couple of shits, bro. I got so upset. Mind you, bro, I haven't had a dog since the days where you had some fucking random stray that you happen to give weenies to that maybe kind of lived in your fucking yard. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't had a dog since them days, and uh, this one kind of fell upon me through some sh- some some sh- I think some shyness uh, on a coworker's part, but uh, everyone fucking loves him. And I can't lie, bro, at the end of the night, because, you know, I, these these uh, these sorts of dogs, they require a lot of exercise. So I got to fucking walk. So my last, oh, yeah. who's been lazy, has a reason to walk. Yeah. I also recently just got rehooked on Pokemon Go, and that motherfucker makes you have to walk. Bro, yeah. I need friends. If anybody wants to add me, y'all can go to my social media page to hopefully look at my friend code. Uh, <laughs> hopefully put this shit in the links below. But, um... Yo, because you, you need some cooperation. But anyways, so I, I'm forced to have to walk with, with this motherfucker. And nigga, he's so strong. I literally walk around with the fucking blunt and just let the motherfucker pull me. 
and uh yeah we, we hit them stops baby we hit the pokemon stops there we go there we go i know and uh speaking of pokemon that's actually a perfect segue uh to go directly into some news that makes you go <laughs> yo florida man is back at it and apparently oh, was arrested man. for drug possession while trying to catch pokemon no shit yo Yo, you look at this cat though. You can tell he's had he's done meth once in his life, at least, at that, least. That, that's a methy face. That's a methy face. So, um, apparently, this is uh, uh, out in Hillsboro. Apparently, uh, they came in, came in contact with 29 year old John Jonathan Ortiz, who was parked in a closed county park catching Pokemon, and the deputy <laughs> observed marijuana in plain view. They said that a search uh, was conducted on his vehicle, and they found 3.5 grams of cocaine, 5.5 mm. pounds of THC oil, and mm. one pound of marijuana. That man was uh. arrested and did not catch his Pokemon. He, no, man, he was probably part of a raid. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to meet up with five other people because it takes at least six to try to kill this guy, and man, that's such a shame. Such a shame. <laughs> You know how hard it is to round up six people in the fucking dead of heat? Bro, it's been so fucking hot. You know, today's, <laughs> dog, today's the first official day of summer, but I didn't fucking know because I've been sweating balls for the past month. Oh, yeah, people can even, with that, man. Summer summer started when it felt like starting. You're going to get this summer weather when you feel like it out here in Arizona. Like, it, yeah, I, it don't, Arizona don't pay attention to no damn calendars. That's the reason yeah. why I fucking Christmas Day and we still got shorts on out here. It'd still be like 84 on Christmas. Yo, why is January fucking colder than fucking Christmas? But yo, on that fucking same note, and a weather, you can't tell me fucking uh, climate change ain't a, ain't a fucking thing when, you know what I'm saying, we we was in, I think we were, we were, we were in the 80s in, May, or in, in fucking May, dog, and it took one fucking month for that shit to crank the fuck up. Yep. Like, and we, I don't know how people to... We're going to get into climate change a little later. There's definitely uh, okay. some climate change coming up, so shouts out to this is America. Yo. Yo, um, and then uh, um, some other news that, uh, yo, uh, a guy who said that God sends natural disasters to punish gays had his home destroyed in a natural disaster. A week later, he got caught on Grinder, Bro, <laughs> what is, all right, so I think he was halfway there. You can't, I, it, mind you, me being the Bible thumper that I am, understanding that we ourselves have got ourselves in, into the situation and shits, I gotta believe that there's some other, some entity at the top, too, just wanting to flush us out. I mean, I, I believed in the fucking, in the Noah story, you know what I'm saying? Not so much that he had to, you know, impregnate his daughters when he was coped up in a cave afterwards, but at least the part where, you know what I'm saying, God was very upset. There's some powerful species up there that's uh, laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's God right now. Now, uh, shouts out to this man. Apparently, uh, Tony Perkins is the president of the anti-gay religious lobbying group, the Family he Research Council. Um, and his home was destroyed by a massive flooding that uh, hit uh, southern Louisiana a while back. Now, apparently, although no one wants to celebrate a person losing their home, I, I do if it's funny, uh, the destruction of Perkins' house was not without irony, considering that he's claimed in the past that um, natural disasters are God's way of punishing an increasingly gay world. 
Now, um, he called into the radio show, said that uh, the flood was of biblical proportions, adding that he and his family will have to live in a camper for six months until the damage is repaired. And uh, he was careful to point out that this particular flood wasn't because of the gays, but rather an incredible, encouraging spiritual exercise to take you to the next level in your walk with the almighty and gracious God who does all things well. And to that, I say. <laughs> I, just, I mean I, I i gotta just real quick rant about christians you know it's it's something that i i tend to do why is it when it happens to the gays it's the gays fault but when it happens to the christians it's because oh this is a learning experience we will this is a sign this this is a sign from god to get me to the next level but those gays are getting punished that's punishment because they're gays <laughs> Well, see, wouldn't you feel, and that's kind of the softball way of saying I was sinning and a uh, message loud and clear. Yeah. Roger that, Jesus. Just, just admit you was tickling some balls. That's all you got to do is just admit you were tickling some balls. That's all. We won't judge you. You was tickling balls. Hey, do you? Yeah. Hey, they say never to test God other than with the tithings or whatever, but uh which it sounds that part's you know the biggest sound scam and you know a lot of it, but I can definitely attest to that shit. It's real, but it's I, real. The goddamn irony, bro. <laughs> or that God bless is, it, right? That shit is ironic as fuck. So shout out to that. But uh, <clears throat> lastly, and some other uh, shit that makes you go. Yo, that story that you were talking about earlier, I did find the link. Uh, there's a theory that testing is leading young people to sprout horns in the back of their head. And apparently there's some, 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 some truth to this. Now they say this shit might've been debunked, but they're saying because kids are hunching over and imagine we all kind of do that. You know, we're, we're looking at our fucking device. We're kind of loosening the neck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fucking getting ready to, to, to drop it low. How the fuck does it radiate horns though? So apparently uh, they're calling it Tet's neck. So young people are developing horn-like spikes at the back of their skulls, bone spurs caused by the forward tilt of the head. Shouts out to our YouTube viewers. They'll be able to see these images here. As you see, this is a couple of pictures of a couple of people and how you see these horns back there. And so, um, yeah, so it's some type yeah. of bone spur that is coming out of the head, and it's from how we tilt. How uh, we sit there and you got your phone and you tilting your head like this and by tilting your head like this, it's making the bones grow out in an incorrect way. And we are growing horns out here in this. I mean, well, I mean, I posture's a motherfucker, bro. Like it, now it makes you want to fucking stand a little fucking straighter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Stand at attention. And bro, I mean, in, in, a, in a fucked up turn of events for those that are, uh, I mean, those who aren't taught and those who don't have direction and those who, you know what I'm saying, don't aren't given these simple fucking, ta like, brushing a teeth, bro, can be a fucking forgotten fucking lost art. You know what I'm saying? Because it, we got there's too much, you know, too much shit to do in the day. How are you going to yeah. do something three times a day? And one of the things, just yeah. how technology grows, if you will, that's the thing with um, always bring up, like, telephone numbers. Don't nobody know nobody's telephone numbers. You yeah. don't in the world that we live in today. You don't have to memorize a number. You save it in your phone. Like this, this piece of equipment right here. This is an extension of our brain. I don't. And it's funny too, because it took a long while 
but uh, me and Skips have been together for shit a fucking decade now, right. and um, it maybe was like about four years ago when I finally memorized her number. Like it took quite a bit of time because it literally it was one day I forgot what happened, but my battery died. And then I was like, uh, I, I was like driving home or something like that. And I realized that my battery died and I didn't have my phone charger in the car. And I'm like, shit. And so I'm driving and I'm like, yo, like if, if something happened and I had to stop by a payphone and call skips, I have no fucking idea what her number was. And then I was like, and then like, if I got into a weird situation and then like the cops, like was like, like there and they were like oh hey nigger we're gonna kill you unless you like call your wife and prove that you're not up to something and i'd be like yeah me and my wife been together for six years and i don't remember her number and they'd be like no no nigger we don't believe you (laughs) you're dead so like it was just like yo i need to memorize this because that's kind of wild that i don't know my wife's number and I think I only know my fucking number because it's my goddamn number. And I gotta write it down. But at the same time, I had this bitch for over ten years. So yeah, I, I think there's certain thresholds that you have to pass for shit to fucking finally sing. It's funny because they say that what, you got to repeat something thirteen or twenty-one times to remember it, but I don't something think like so. I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's a whole lot more than that. Because yeah, I don't be okay. I don't be remembering shit. But um, no, speaking of memory and speaker and speaking of knowing stuff and so on and so forth, um. I remember a time, Popo. Um, it was about a year ago. Uh, the boy LeBron James, uh, you know, was LeBron getting on his James. political high horse. You know, he was saying had a lot to say about certain things and about um, you know just various things in the world. I remember there were a whole bunch of conservatives and Republicans saying, "Hey, LeBron James, you need to shut up and dribble." I remember that was a that was that was a big thing that was echoing around for a while when they were like, "LeBron James, you play basketball." You shut up and you don't do nothing but dribble that ball. Well, I'm glad he didn't take that advice because LeBron James, uh, not uh, about a year or so ago, uh, started his own public public school. And uh, the results are in and the kids are doing extraordinary at the LeBron James I Promise School. Now, um, apparently, um, this school was put together for at-risk students in conjunction with uh, Akron Public Schools and LeBron James Family Foundation. The I Promise School opened in August for 240 third and fourth graders, and it has seen tangible results. So apparently, 90% of the students who started the school year at least one year behind grade level met or exceeded their expected growth in math or reading. Test scores increased at a rate higher than 99 out of 100 schools per the Northwest Evaluation School Norms. Uh, Third graders went from the first percentile to the 18th percentile in math, moving from an intensive tier of support to targeted levels of support. Uh, Fourth graders went from their second percentile to the 30th percentile in math, going from intense uh, tier to whatever. And all IPS students were below grade level in reading, and the latest testing scores 23% scored at or above the 25th percentile in reading, putting them at or near grade um, level. Now, the beauty thing, the beautiful thing about the LeBron James school, we'll say we're going to put these schools together. We're going to get some teachers in here that give a damn about these kids and are actually focused on trying to help these kids and all that. Um, we're going to make sure that these kids have transportation to get back and to from school to make sure that they don't miss, uh, uh, you know, um, school or whatnot. Um, we're going to help no the excuses. parents who are having a hard time. Yeah, no excuses. We're going to help the parents who are having a hard time finding work. We're going to try to make sure that we can help them find work and daycare and so on and so forth. So, you know, the parents are taken care of, the kids are taken care of. And, hey, we're going to make sure that these kids have something to eat every day because how do you expect the kids to fucking learn or do anything in school when he's fucking starving the whole time he's at school. And, oh, would you would you look at that? They're doing good. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. I thought it was just white kids did good in school, but apparently black kids, if you give a fuck about them, they could actually excel in school too. Who would have thought it? How, how that sounds so racist. So racist. Just so racist. <laughs> no, what's so call it? Is it just uh, so are the, all the kids all black? No, I don't know if it's all black, but it's all uh I think Akron's a black neighborhood. Let me uh Oh, this is in Akron, Ohio? That's poetically, and I'm going to just look real quick. Oh, no. Well, no, Akron, Ohio. I mean, that is definitely a white state, but I know brothers be coming out of there if we give any, you know, remnants to where the fuck the, you know, the main inspiration came from. Uh, So, I okay, so I can imagine it being heavily diverse, and hopefully I'm imagining he put it in a more, not to say impoverished, but, you know, uh, not so well-to-do sort of neighborhood, you know, or community. And, bro, that's what— That was the thing. Yeah, it's in a poor neighborhood, if you will. So that very thing right there, not not to try to shout out communism, but I mean, these are these are certain things that they provide again, so that there's no worry, because with worry then comes doubt, and with doubt, you know, what I'm saying you don't ever, you know, see things to completion. So something allowing for every cylinder to fire positively. I mean, how can you not get a positive result? Yeah. I know, and that's just the the just the case of it, because again, like so many times, like and I don't know, I use, I use, so I had a decent time with school, and part of the reason why I had a decent time with school is because during grade school, and I think that's the reason why um, I have the respecting relationship, if you will, with women, because growing up, you know, was raised by moms and was raised by my sister. And then uh, basically the great majority of the men in the family, they were all, you know, shrunk out on drugs or in jail or, you know, just kind of not doing shit. And then I got to school and then all the strong, good teachers that I had, these were all women. Like it was like growing up, it was like the women were the ones who had they shit together. And it's like the men were the one in the streets or whatever, so on and so forth. And so um, I, I picked up a lot of game from teachers and, you know, so on and so forth. I, I remember one of my first life lessons. I remember in the third grade, straight A student, I, I was always getting 100 percent on everything, just killing it. Always, you know, uh, uh, turning in my homework in on time, so on and so forth, just killing the game or whatever. And I remember uh, the teacher was having a hard time with a bunch of the other students because a bunch of the other students weren't turning in their homework. So she finally had enough. It was like, yeah, this Nets, this Nets one is due on this day. And and if you guys don't have it on this day, like everybody who doesn't bring in their homework, they're all getting in trouble, so on and so forth. And so I don't care because she ain't talking to me because, you know, I get shit, <laughs> I get shit done. And so at that age, moms was the one that would always pack my bag. And so, like, you know, I'd go to sleep or whatever. She put everything in my backpack, make sure my backpack is good. I get to school, so on and so forth. So this particular day, moms forgot to put the homework back in my bag. So I get to school and I'm going through my bag and I can't find my homework. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I get in trouble with all the rest of the kids. And so, like, uh, you know, after lunch or whatever, we all going to talk outside or whatever. And I'm thinking in my head, like, ah, oh, well, you know, I'm going to be good because she know that, like, I always, like, turn my shit in. And just mm-hmm. this time, like, I'm going to just let her know the truth. Like, hey, mom's supposed to put it in the backpack. She forgot to do it. Everything's going to be good. So we out there and, you know, she's talking to different kids. So then she come over to me and she's like, okay, she's like, you always bring in your homework. What happened? I was like, oh, see, you know, my mom, she normally put my homework in. She forgot to do it this time or whatever. And she was like, she was like, you are X amount of years old. She was like, when are you going to start taking responsibility for your own actions? I said, shit, bitch, I'm in the third grade. Okay, my bad. I will grow up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just learned shit. this life lesson. I, I pack my shit for the rest of my life after that. Dang, I ain't gonna rely on nobody. My bad. 
Shit, I'm nine. I didn't know. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. So I'm about life to... lessons. Life lessons. Word. And I'm glad you can fucking take that with you, bro. I mean, I, I I think I remember my third grade teacher. I think she died of cancer. That's as, that's as much as I can remember from her. But it's funny because, dog, I'm still learning the life lesson of your actions have consequences. Sometimes I'd be saying shit, and I'm like, okay, well, this is hilarious. And it gets me in trouble. Yeah. And, yeah. Some, and I'd be wondering to myself, like, why am I in trouble? This was hilarious. Hilarity is, is you know, is objective. Um, or not objective, but uh, yeah, it's objective. all that shit. Yeah, I got you. It's all that shit, and yeah. So something I can't realize it though, and I'm, and I'm wondering, like, I don't think I'm dumb. I mean, I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't continue going to school as I wanted to, but I'm not, I can't be that dumb, can I? <laughs> Yo, I don't know. I can't call it, bro. I can't call it. I know something else that I can't call. Kind of staying in the whole teaching school lane. Uh, report came out that nearly half of teachers spend their own cash on basic necessities for pupils uh, in the last calendar school year, if you will, um, which is believable and crazy because, mm-hmm. once again, we live in the wealthiest fucking country in the world, but yet teachers are some of the most underpaid people in the world, and they got to pay for their own student stuff and all that. Um, but apparently uh, it says the teachers are increasingly dipping into their own pockets to buy food, toiletries, and clothes for pupils, as well as classroom resources like pens and paper amid funding pressures, according to a union. Um, nearly 45% of teachers said that they have used their cash to buy basic necessities for pupils in the past year. And the majority said it was down to squeezed budgets, a survey has found. Um, the sur- or the spending was revealed in a survey by Teachers Union, and uh, it was 4,000 teachers, and it found that, yeah, one in five had bought less than resources with their own money once a week, and some uh, one in ten had done this several times in a week. And it's crazy, too, because, mm-hmm. like, even, like, remembering when I was a kid, I remember you'd get, like, your you get like your notepad of paper and you get like some pencils and your lunchbox and like you was Gucci. But now like with the boys, when the school year comes around, like we got a laundry list of basically all the school supplies for the entire year. Like you got to get all these glue sticks. You got to get all these binders and all this stuff. It's like, wait, you taking care of the entire class right now, bro. All right. I don't know. It's this, it's this Julie, but all right. So they assigned the kids, the oldest is in school right now. Fucking shout out to this upcoming year. The middle one gets to go. And, um, bro. And, one more to go. And, uh, <laughs> which they gave a fucking a snack list. Which my I understand, you, know, you know, people they 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 need the, the snacks. I guess uh, it's not like you know it's not like their fucking parents could feed them in the morning, but you know they need snacks. And I hate because then I guess the oldest every now and again we're in between. We're just about to fucking have dinner or have lunch. Can we get a snack? I'm like a snack, motherfucker. Wait for the goddamn. I mean, we're about to eat in a little bit. Don't you see mom <laughs> in the kitchen? They're just sweating. You know, saying chill. It's but uh. No, but so there's a situation where the kid wasn't, I think he was, they're going to go visit somewhere for a week. I'm like, all right, well, we're not going to be there that week. Why the fuck are we buying the snacks? You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker's not there to enjoy them. And my wife gets mad at me saying like, well, they still need their snacks. I'm like, yeah, but we're not, the the kid who's the reason why we're paying for this shit isn't going to be attending. Why do I need to, I know, I think it was a, might have been a fucking field trip maybe. I'm like, think don't get to go to the field trip. Why do we got to pay for this? <laughs> ain't no chaperone. Yeah. But no, that's that's how it is, and it's the same thing. Because we'll get the list, and oh, okay, on this day, you know, we got to take the snacks, and oh, here's, uh, you know, don't get no peanuts, you know, because kids is allergic to peanuts and all this stuff. And yeah, as a parent, like you paying for everything now, and it's crazy because again, but- again, 
this is the richest nation in the world. And like, mm. and I just want to know, like, because you know, your taxes are supposed to pay for all these public funds. Mm-hmm. I want to know where my 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 tax dollars is going. If the teachers ain't getting none of this, and the roads, is nigga, that superintendent up, like, is eating, bro. Yo, they get fucking like, paid, you know what I'm saying, at least 50 G's, 50, 60 G's. I'm like, I'll be a superintendent and tell these motherfuckers, hey, do better. You know do, hey, hey, do better and buy your own shit while you at it, all right? <laughs> but, you know, I, I, um, one of my homegirls, um, and I, I forget her fucking real name just because we've known her on fucking social media for so long. She teaches, and God bless her, bro. Every, every time I fucking see a snap, you know what I'm saying, it's in her in a classroom, and they're fucking doing some kind of project, some kind of activity. And I can, and I, and then you see this bitch at the fucking store buying all these things, and whether or not that's self promotion, I mean, whatever. I mean, you're doing a fucking good deal. Like, I, I can't, I can't front on you showing off that you teach, you know, that you, uh, letting these kids live good, you know, by being what the fuck you are, you know what I'm saying, which is a teacher. So, yeah, I, I, tons of respect, bro, and they really should get paid more. And whether or not, uh, you know, people were upset that, you know, custodians and and the cafeteria workers and all them didn't get some of that kickback when it came to the negotiations. We had the red for ed shit going on. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother demon. We got to, you know, all the unionization and shit, well, then fucking be about it, do something. At the same time, we work in a place where, you know, it's a right to work state, right? Anyone else can fucking come on in. You can't say they ain't a bunch of fucking Pisces chilling at your neighborhood fucking Home Depot, can't ready to fucking cut that goddamn grass in a commercial field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, was a, it is a mess, and this is America. Guns in my area. For real. And actually, guns are <laughs> yo, in the Iran area in a minute too. Yo, so I, I want to fucking talk about Guava Island, but we can say that shit. You know, so what? So we so Iran shot down one of our uh, was it droids? Not droids, drones. Or drones. What are they called? What are they called? Oh. Yeah. So, and apparently, so this has been like an ongoing thing, I guess. Um, and shouts out to CNN who put together a timeline. So apparently this all started on June 13th when two oil tankers in the Gulf of Oman were attacked. The U.S. said that Iran did it. Um, and Mike Pompei said that the assessment was based off of intelligence, but he presented no evidence to support his claim. So he was like, yo, we got, we got all the information. They did it. And then we was like, where the information? He's like, nah, nigga, maybe next time. Um, <laughs> and then apparently the day after, June 14th, Trump came out and was like, Iran did do it. And uh, just kind of left it at that. Then uh, last Thursday, apparently Iran shot down a U.S. military drone. Uh, So the U.S. claims that the drone was in international airspace, while Iran says that the drone was over its territory. Now, this is one of the things that this is the thing, the big thing that's sparking debate, uh, because, again, um, context, context is always Mm -hmm. important. So it came out saying, hey, U.S. drone got blown up by Iran. And everybody was like, oh, shit, that's fucked up. Why would Iran do that? They're trying to start a war. Now, from what I was reading, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, apparently where the U.S., like their stuff and their bases and where the Iran bases and so on and so forth, um, the American drone was like way away from where it was supposed to be and all up in Iran's territory. Now, does that mean that Iran gets to shoot it down and all that? But from what mm-hmm. I picked up, it looked like fucking the U.S. was trying to send some shit over their airspace and all that. And Iran was like, hey, nigga, back up. Like, I get it. Y'all the world police. But no, you can't. We just ain't going to let you just send shit and just spy on us and all that. And so that's where all that started. 
But um, apparently that night, uh, President Trump called off a military operation to strike Iran in retaliation for the drone, uh, the down drone. Apparently, he's about to go in guns a-blazing as he tweeted that the U.S. was cocked and loaded to retaliate against Iran. But he called off the strike because he decided there would be too many deaths for a proportionate response to the downing of the U.S. drone. Um, and then apparently uh, later on today, the uh, Federal Aviation Administration banned U.S. airlines from flying over the area, and several other airlines said that they would avoid the state or the shot of Hormuz or whatever. Um, but Hormuz. it looks like war might be popping off soon. And the question I have for you, Popo, um, is war possibly popping off soon because there's some actual reason to go to war? Or is it, oh, hey, would you look at that? It's re-election season coming up soon, and that's the easiest way for a president to stay in office is if a war mm-hmm. is going on, you don't really want the presidents to switch in between because then the military gets compromised and mm-hmm. go America. So one of the things that, uh, to going back to what I mentioned earlier, and I think it, it might have been coming from Fox. I could have sworn CNN, but either which way, they, they both suck his dick a lot. Uh, they were going into a spiel that Trump was saying that he, he didn't decide to allow for the—because they were going to bomb back, right, or shoot, kill back, or whatever yeah. whatever the hell they traced it back to. And I guess where they would have done that, there would have been 150 casualties. Well, now you think, yeah. you, you wonder, well, that's a, good, that's a good amount of people to fucking knock out. I mean, if we're trying to send a message, again, that's going to send a fucking message. Message. So supposedly to, to keep peace, they try to ignore it again, like you said, make that bullshit up that, you know, that it was over international waters when damn well, you know, it was where it was. And that's, that's the beauty of technology. Now we can get an automatic confirmation and people are going to release their statements. You know what I'm saying? We, we live in a world of communication. And um, but and, and just how you mentioned earlier, that is the usually any a, I think we can probably look fact check it but every president that's been in the middle of a fucking war uh automatically got the next seat that's why who's that guy who almost went for three runs because of it uh i forgot but yeah somebody almost went for three yeah, runs. yeah yeah someone went for damn near three ones but and he died or one of the rumors with obama was that he was going to start a war because he was going to because you know obama killed the constitution and he was going to stay in office forever because you know negroes they come into houses and they'll never know when to leave and so obama wasn't gonna leave on time he's gonna leave on cp time and so yeah so i don't well, know see, i can't call it with with that very regard though he doesn't want to be in fucking office at least that's what speculations are so, that's what we see but you I figure he's still making money Yes, no, because he's still making money. Imagine he's at the highest seat where he can make deals. Yeah. They say that you're not supposed to. They say all this, but come on now. And you I, a think fucking man more, I think more than anything, Trump is a psychopath. And this goes for anybody who wants to be president. You got to be a psychopath to want to be, hey, I want to be in charge of everything. Um, takes a there's a level of being. There, there's a level of being a psychopath today, even with being like a CEO of a company and all that. You have to be a bit of a, you know, a psychopath. But um, that was the whole thing. When Trump was running, he was running and he never had intentions on winning. Um, because I even remember, so uh, the day that uh, the day that they were going to announce who won was the day that his Trump U.S. News thing was going to blow uh, was going to start because this whole thing was that whole time he kept saying fake news, fake news, fake news, and that was a ploy because the whole idea was oh, okay. I'm gonna keep saying fake news, fake news. Y'all ain't getting real news. Y'all ain't getting real news. Oh, would you look at that? I lost the election because of fake news. Oh, I'm starting my own news channel. So don't watch Fox News. Watch my news because I got the real news. That was the whole game plan but then he actually won Word. and so 
once he won though um i think he enjoys being in fucking power and he enjoys being the most powerful man in the fucking world mm -hmm. and he's enjoying all these people coming to talk to him and he gets to say oh that's a stupid question don't talk to me oh you oh go go piss off oh no no yeah like uh, he Bro. i think he gets off on this shit Shout out to your girl, what's her name, Huckabee or Sanders, the bitch who was the, the health secretary or health secretary, oh. the press staff. I don't know what the fuck she was. They yeah. say that she has political aspirations in whatever fucking home state that she's going back to. Bro, he's no. making, I mean, mind you, it's about people way above him, I'm sure, but making these moves where everyone's making you over here. Shouts out to the simple fact that Sarah Huckabee Sanders is younger than Beyonce. But you couldn't tell looking at them. <laughs> what? I mean, shit. Just what can I say? Just putting that out there. What can you say? What can you say? <laughs> it's something about yeah. being evil and racist that does that to you. It kind of makes you age, you know, a lot quicker. Yo, no, seriously though, like I, I can't imagine the ugliest, the ugly face she makes when she's taking a dick. And I bet you she's fucking, I don't know, she's like jackhammering something. I, I imagine this, it's not a, it's not a tender thing. Um, but going going back to Trump, man, him being so fucking powerful. Did you hear about um, Israel? They fucking named, I don't know if it was the embassy or some shit, calling it fucking Trump Heights. And oh, mind you. These are our allies, and, you know, me being the Bible thumper that I am, I want to believe the people of Israel, you know what I'm saying, are our brothers. Um, but at the same time, you, you, who knows what kind of fucking bamboozle trick, you know, it, it can't be, you know, yeah. that, it, this should, mind you, we wouldn't have these upset Muslims if they weren't, you know what I'm saying, upset, you know what I'm saying, with the fucking Jews. But yeah, I, 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 I won't get into Israel because then they'll cancel me, so I'll go ahead and keep my yeah. to myself. Hey, I've, I've been trying to meet one in Hollywood, bro. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get us out here. I just, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Sit down. But uh, no, yeah, it's a mess. And hopefully we don't go to war because unfortunately what always happens when we go to war is that the economy starts to suffer because we're spending so much money on military resources and so on and so forth. Thought, and then people stop. The economy goes money. good. What? I thought usually the economy goes up. I mean, no, the economy goes up for the fucking people benefiting from the war. But typically so typically like stuff starts to drop because so when war happens, a lot of people are like, oh, shit, I don't want to spend my money because this war is going on or whatever, so people stop spending money. So then when people stop spending money, then certain um, uh, the Dow prices, all that shit starts going down or whatever and all that because people aren't spending their money. People are hoarding onto their money, and then companies stop making as much money as they were normally making, so then they start cutting back on um, uh, fucking raises and hiring people and all that. Like It's a domino effect of when we go to war. Uh, there are some people who benefit from it, and then there's a lot of people, a lot of the normal people who they don't fucking benefit from these wars. And um, I remember even going back to when Bush was in office, uh, I was a working class citizen the entire time during Bush's reign, and the great majority of that we were at war, and shit was crazy back then. So I don't know. No, I mean, you're, I mean, yeah, you're fucking right. But, and I'm wondering too, with the tariffs going the way that it has been, and I mean, fucking Nintendo has to try to figure out to uh, uh, manufacture shit in a different part of Asia in order to not be fucking hit with these prices. Cause that's what's going to happen when the PS4 or PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet or whatever the fuck it's going to be called comes out. Like, if they produce it where, where they normally manufacture it, I mean, we're already looking at a $400 price tag on something of that technology. You know what I'm saying? And they usually eat about $100 or $200 for each system because they, they make their money off the games. So they'll take that hit. But I can't imagine um, how it's going to be if, you know, that shit gets taxed upon that. Yeah. 
and I, and I don't yeah, know what, what would happen if, if this shit were to go to war and obviously allies are who they are um could that fucking have a dip to where maybe we won't get uh certain technology or again it has a fucking high import tax i mean because you figure motherfuckers want to make money so i mean yeah. a war is not going to stop them making transactions and right. that always is the thing with war, if you will, is that uh, you have two people bump heads and then different people are friends with different countries. And so we go at it with Iran. The people who are friends with Iran are going to get upset and start, um, you know, kind of fucking with us. And actually, I'm curious of that if my damn Internet uh, browser over here wasn't crashed. So I'm going to use the phone. I am curious who are Iran's allies. <sighs> Um, is China has to be one of them, right? That's what that's one of the big deals about it. Or am I thinking so, Russia and China? I mean, Russia be fucking getting it where they can. So I'm showing Syria, Lebanon, Kuwait, Iraq. Um, yeah, that's all I'm showing for them. My more the more curious thing I am thinking of is fucking is Russia cool with them? Um. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess and if cool. you think about it, I mean, their, their connections, and, and it comes down to, I don't know, these are just these are big fucking fishes, and they're they're gonna they're gonna fall, you know, in one particular way, depending oh. on, on what happens. I think I found what I was Weapon. looking for. So apparently, Putin said uh, recently that a Iran-U.S. war would lead to an increase of violence and potential increase of refugees from the region. Putin said, yeah. and it could have sad consequences for those who attempt it. To attempt what? To attempt a war. Oh. Yeah, so you say, yeah, for those who would attempt it, it would be uh, sad consequences. I'm trying to see. Uh, Iran's ready to go to the streams. Yeah, so Putin said that Iran is ready to go to the extremes to defend itself, and that's hard to tell where that would lead. He also said that he is satisfied that Iran has been abiding by its nuclear agreements and that the application of sanctions against it are not justified. So that sounds like Putin is rocking with them. That's all I'm just kind of putting that out. <laughs> so I don't know. And then, uh, and then we've seen there's been a whole lot more summits with people from North Korea, uh, you know, Closing up with Putin, so like that kind of, I mean, and that's that's a serious world power. I didn't know this dude has been having a blown up head since the age of eight. Like you talk about psychopaths, uh, King Jong Un. Oh yeah, yeah, that motherfucker crazy. Yeah, I mean, kind of, you know, shots out. I've been getting his haircut every two weeks, bro, <laughs> and then. I got real upset because one of the days that I went, I made that joke to the, to a new guy, and you never want to make a joke to someone new. They don't know you yet, and uh, I told him, "Yo, give me the dictator of North Korea." Yo, give me that but, North, give me that North Korea cut real quick, homie. You know what that is? That's a zero all the sides, but you let the fucking floof on the top comb its way back. <laughs> and uh, bro, I I felt scary for just a, a while, bro. I felt like this. I felt like that Snorlax fucking Chipokemon, you know, just uh, in the flesh. Think more fucking that fade. I don't know. Some some fades are dangerous. I had a dangerous fade that. <laughs> but yeah, oh, shout out to your throw to your throwback look, Doug. We are we are we not gonna address it for the people that are fucking watching? Oh, I know. Shouts out to the to the fans watching. As you guys know, it's been uh a few months since you guys see me on live TV and um I'm living my life uh hair free, carefree, because niggas ain't near me. 
and uh your boy uh decided to yeah just i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm let my hair grow out man and actually and who who was in the bible wasn't somebody in the bible that's where he got his power from was the whole samson the samson yo i'm, I'm mm-hmm. on my black samson shit yo you know what i mean i'm just letting the hair yo. grow i feel powerful bro i got real disappointed too no mm-hmm. go ahead Oh no! I was gonna say they be they be they actually. I think it was 2013. There was a live action Samson movie, and they just picked this little Native American looking dude to play him. And I don't know why. Just like I don't know. I just. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I guess no, but it's, it's all bad. It's all bad. I've been on my black hippie tip, and I've been getting super spiritual with. Uh, I got uh, my jewelry. I got my uh, ring here. With the uh, uh, Egyptian onk on it, I got my uh, bracelet with the eye of Horus and all that, and uh, I've wow. been rocking my joint here. Uh, no way! You walk my, around with that thing? Yeah, I, I walk around with my Metatron uh, necklace on, which is uh, sacred geometry. If uh, God is an architect, then this symbol is his symbol. The uh, symbols hey, of the universe, if you will, inside of it. Uh, oh, see, I told you, I told you, that motherfucking dog was the demon. See, I, I broke out yeah. my little godstone, and he got, he got wild, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's true. We're trying to cast out a demon. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then uh, the other John that I got real quick too. Hold up, was uh to keep. Oh, you to keep with my, my Gnostic faith. Um, I cop this joint, my uh, Gnostic pendant. Which uh, is for uh, a whole bunch of stuff, spiritual happiness, so on and so forth. And then I got my 23andMe results back a while back, and I got the uh, country of Nigeria because I found out that's uh, the majority of my ancestry is from uh, Nigeria. So I got my that's Nigerian just... pendant. You know, I'm What's just, the percentage I'm on my black hippie shit. Um, I forgot the number off the top of my head, but it's like I'm 70 percent, um, 70 percent sub. Or seventy five percent sub Saharan African with like yeah, the majority of that it. being Nigerian. Nigga, see if in Sudan, bro, you fucking blend right in. Man, fucking with your hair like that. You look like anime. I'm fucking st- yo, have ah. you seen the real it in video? No, I haven't. Have you have you have yo? I encourage all my listeners who are dirty bastards or just those who enjoy music and booty shaking. Um Anime has a song called Reel It In and has some of the baddest girls I've ever seen from a, a, a strip club called Deja Vu. And, bro, there's this light skin. I can't tell. She has to be. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming she's black. I can't tell if she's black or she's white because she's okay. a victim. But so so imagine how scared that you can't tell if she's black or white and she has freckles. Yeah. It's just it's it's dangerous combination, bro. Anyway, so she's she's in this video, bro. And it's just it's she's a star. And um Reason why I mentioned that was oh just fucking yeah anime. Yeah, I could have told you you're from Nigeria. <laughs> you uh, reminded me uh, when you talking about videos. Uh, Joel Ortiz has a new motherfucking uh, record out. Um, I've heard of it, it forever. Yo, it ain't it ain't the Joel Ortiz oh. record that you're thinking. So <clears throat> in your spare oh. time, and actually for the fans uh listening to the show, stay tuned to the end where I'll play this record at the end. Uh Joel He's Ortiz. The fuck out. What? He has to be auto-tuned the fuck out, ain't he? No, no, no auto-tune. But for the first time ever, Joel Ortiz, this record is not about being Mr. Rapidy Rap. He's having fun. And it's him and Salam Remy, and the song is called Shake Ooh. That Jello. Oh shit! It's about being a big boy. 
No, shake that jello. You just you tune in at the end and y'all y'all go ahead and get a little sample oh, shit. of that. Bro, Sam, we talk about Mike Will fucking busting out another Miley Cyrus mouth. There's Mike no Will doubt. There's it. no doubt that happened. There's no doubt. But Salem Remy, shouts out to his work with Nas, shout out to the just all the things that he's done. Kat Dahlia, he's been recently working with her, and I fucking love that bitch. She's really selling her soul, trying to sell her pussy and put it out there. But I mean, I can't be mad at her. You gotta fucking sell records. She hasn't even hit a mill yet, and I, I feel so bad because she's so beautiful and she's a siren. I, I suggest listen to some of her music. Because um, especially recently, she's been having these singles where she's just been throwing them out there trying to see where, where it lands. And anyway, she did a song with Salem Remy where she talks about having to pull her panties to the side. It was sexy as hell. Um, Salem Remy um, did songs with Amy Winehouse. Mm. When she would escape yeah. to the States, she'd go to Miami, stay at his place. And I know R.I.P. the dead, and, you know, I wouldn't want to ever, you know, decrement her name. But, I mean, come on now. She, you know, she died. What people knowing her as a fucking crackhead. Someone who I fucking love dearly. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, she went out the way she went out. But I'm curious, like, did she slob Salem Remy out? Because, you know, when you're in the studio, I mean, she just, you know, things happen. So I don't know. Is that wrong to think? I don't know why the fuck I went there, but. What happens in the studio stays in the studio. Unless it's Mm. recorded, then it's shared with millions. Yo, shout out to R. Kelly, bro. (laughs) Dog, how, all right, can we talk about R. Kelly really quickly? Bro, how is it? Yo, okay, for sure. Bro, tell me why when he fucking got released, what did that motherfucker do? He went to the goddamn McDonald's scouting. <laughs> God damn him, bro. Yo, he like, R. Kelly is something else. Um, he and that's 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 a man that is um sick. Plain and simple. I mean, that's that's he's sick. But I mean, you know, you heard- and I I just love shouts out to uh much dank. He's a, a a YouTube guy where like someone will do an interview and then he'll take the interview and he'll take the words to it and he'll kind of chop it up and splice it up to make it kind of do something different. And he famously took uh, the R. Kelly John uh, when uh, he was on with uh, Old Girl on CBS this morning and flipped uh, <laughs> one of the things that he did. I need help. What kind of help? I need somebody to help me beat my meat, Robert. <laughs> I need someone to help me beat my meat. <laughs> And that's the I love all the I love how the slaps happened before he said it. Like, okay, this me, <laughs> shout out to him. But yeah, fuck R. Kelly, he's a piece of shit. Um, something's wrong with him. Free my nigga Takashi. The internet has not been as entertaining since Takashi got locked up. Um, bro, his girl, that. dog, his girl getting passed around, and we're fucking watching on IG live. Like, how heartbreaking of a of a day and age do we live in, bro? that things can be that fucking savage. The shavel, the savagery has gone to that fucking height where we can see us fuck your bitch. Like Biggie said yeah, it, I'm, or Pac said it. But I'm going to do a live <laughs> IG and make sure that you tune in. I'm going to make sure that, you know, you subscribe and see that shit live when that shit is trending. But uh, I don't know. But it, it, it is a sad world, Papo, and uh, the world as we may know it, in all honesty, may be coming to an end because uh, shouts out to global warming and other things. New report is suggesting that there's a high likelihood of human civilization coming to an end starting in 2050. 20? That sounds like a fair age. Fuck, that's 30 years from now, right? 30 years from now, Papo. That's a whole whole life. We won't even be old enough to retire yet, and this motherfucker is going to be open. Yeah. 
So apparently, uh, I knew I wasn't gonna see that pension. Fuck the system. <laughs> Yo, fuck Riot the system. revolution. Yo, so apparently the climate's change analysis was written by a former fossil fuel executive and backed by the former chief of Austria's military. Um, um, apparently, the uh, analysis says that climate change is a, uh, a near to midterm existential threat to human civilization. It sets out a plausible scenario of where business as usual could uh, lead over the next 30 years. So the paper argues that the potential extreme serious outcomes of climate-related security threats are often far more probable than conventionally assumed, but almost impossible to quantify because they fall outside of human experience of the last thousand years. Our current uh, trajectory, the report warns, uh, planetary and human systems are reaching a point of no return by mid-century in which the prospect of a largely uninhabitable Earth leads to a breakdown of nations and the international order. Um, So I had like read through this a while back and so they're basically saying that it's going to get so bad um that basically at least a billion people are going to need to relocate and so this is the reason why i need all you conservative republican build the wall people to get on this climate change thing because think about this horrible thing if climate change gets bad you can have a billion of those illegal immigrants running and kicking down that motherfucking wall you ever see world war z you see World War Z when all these zombies <laughs> come and they were climbing on each other like ants to get over this shit? That's what's going to be like in 2050. Uh, I mean, shit, we might see that with California. I mean, Lord forbid. But Bro, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have a beachfront property soon. The the thing that I bring up, and I've been talking about it a lot recently, and uh, it, it happened two years in a row, and um, I'm not going to say it's cited because that's a bad word uh, for it, but I'm anxious to see what happens towards the end of this year is those California wildfires when it looks like a scene out of a fucking movie when it happened a couple years ago and then it happened again this last year. And it's crazy because in the industry that I work in, I work with a lot of clients from all over the nation. And uh, one client in particular, when all that shit was going down, um, she was like 50 miles away from it. And uh, like we're somehow we were on the phone and uh, we just got to talking about weather and talking about different things. And she was talking about how she's like, yeah, she's like, I can see. I can't imagine doing small chit chat with someone like, yeah, there's a fucking forest fire. It's consuming all the fucking Calabasas. And and that's what it was because I forgot how it came up. But um, she had said something about the wildfire. And I was like, oh, I was like, I forgot you're in California. She was like, yeah, she's like, I'm literally like looking out of my office window and I can see all the smoke in the air she and it just it hit me like damn it's that close somebody i work with like constantly or whatever and they're literally in eye distance seeing the fire so that fire has been getting worse it every year it gets worse and it's going to continue to get worse to eventually at some point all of california is going to be on fire and we're not going to be able to put it out eventually that's going to happen the 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 dirt the monsoons out here and i wish i still had that picture I had a picture from the last time the monsoon season, you know, because we that's what we get out here in Arizona is we get the bad uh, dust storms and all that. And I took a pair uh, the uh, panorama picture or whatever. I was coming out of a, a vitamin shop and I came out the fart of the storms. Wait, what? We get the wet fart of the storm. Like it's the, the little fucking bit of drizzle. That's that's why that's what we're baby. you know what I'm saying? That's a kink, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, but no, fart. so this one in particular was like a super bad one because I came out, I had took a picture, and you can see in the sky how it's blue right here, and right here is where that dust storm is coming in. And I'm like, shit, I gotta hurry up and get home. So I get in my car and I'm driving home, and it was so bad that I had to do like thirty miles as I was driving because you literally couldn't see more than twenty feet in front of you. 
So yeah. like, I gotta go slow because I don't know when this light comes up. What did it like? I had never seen no shit like that. And I got home and I was like, that was like a scene out of a movie. That was like the mist or that was some <laughs> kind of, cr- and Bro. it's just, that's what we're living think about it, that's the sea of the sand you know what i'm saying that's that's yeah. our fucking are we live in a very dusty ass place not dusty because it's played out but just dusty because there's a lot of fucking gust and all the shit that we fucking kick up but uh yeah man that, that's fucking wild dude and so again eventually what that's gonna do i uh, see all right does this sound bad to not want there to be new life in the world like, and I say that in the respect that this shit is going down. And if ever we develop, you know, we talk about being on Mars 2020 and having fucking little, uh, you know, luxury, luxury fucking ships going back and forth to, to look, um, uh, whatever the fuck that evolves into and what we figure out or then, uh, you know, end up using, that's going to be for a select few, right? I mean, yeah. why, why would you bring quote unquote bottom of the barrels if there's elite? So and that's that a scary the, concept. And that was one of the things I've picked up because uh, there is in our generation, um, our generation, the generation after us is uh, some of the first uh, generation of people who are they're like, yo, I ain't got to have kids. Like that was the thing. Oh, you got to have a wife and two kids. Like that's how we do it. But um, nowadays you have a lot of people who do have that that mindset of, oh, I don't want to have. Why do I want to have kids? When I'm bringing them into this fucked up world that's about to end soon, anyway, like this. Okay. Yo, so I mean, they actually I said, and I don't know if this is a. I mean, this isn't a bad thing. They've said that uh, uh, teen pregnancies have gone down. So whether that's because they're smarter or if because they're there's not as many hoes, which I don't believe. No, that's that's because they're all addicted to internet porn. Yo, I so would have not been having sex during my teenage years if I had access to fucking Pornhub on my phone. You know how hard it was to find porn back when I was in high school? You know how hard <laughs> that was? Now you, you got it at your fingertips now, man. I might, I'd be, man, my tally whacker, I'd be in overdrive with that, man. I'm telling you. Doug, I remember the days, and this had to have been uh, in the high school day or uh, middle school going on to high school days that um, I lived with my grandparents. They had fucking old school, you know, cable. And, you know, they had HBO or whatever. You know, they had the fucking softcore. We had Playboy Channel. And, you know, they played the softcore fucking shit, the real boring-ass porno. And But me and friends, you know, a couple guys and girls, you know, would come and fucking we'd, we'd drink beer. we get a beer from somewhere. And we fucking would, you know, uh, pretty much had like a picnic or a barbecue where we watched fucking porn. I don't know... <laughs> how that worked but it did yeah. for, you know <laughs> i i remember the spice channel where it was that spice paper <laughs> channel and back there in the yeah. analog days yeah you go to that channel if you didn't pay for it it had that blurry all kind of weird different colors and the thing was kind of like moving around but if, if you watch closely you but i mean i think she on her knees right now yeah, it'll work yeah. it'll Miley Cyrus and mike will <laughs> you know they always cover up the penetration i never understood why that was and i guess for a, there was a big deal that happened too i don't know if it was an hbo show or a showtime show or no it was something called euphoria with the zendaya and uh there's a scene where i guess this dude is either about to fuck someone or get his dick sucked and they showed his penis erect and it's a big deal because apparently in the movies you can only show flaccid penis you're not supposed Which, to show uh, a wreck penis is too aggressive. You got to put that thing away. It is. You can yeah. put an eye out. Get that out of my face. 
yeah, yeah, I can do some damage. Yo, I saw some fucked up video that popped up on whatever thing I was on, and I think it was surgeons removing a fucking uh, cucumber from someone's asshole. Bro, it was fucking scary, dog. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't mean to fucking kill them with that, but. That's all bad. On that note, I think we all need some prayers. I think we all need to do what we can I got do the, to I got the to, incense burning right now. We we need to do something to bring the world together. I say I say cheers, Papo. Um I, hopefully uh we could do what we can on our uh our little small time podcast that, that we like to do. If it's one thing that we like to do is we like to try to save the world. And we, you know, back oh, back in the day with the ancient Egyptians and the Aztecs especially when the god seemed seemed ang- angry, what you would do, you'd bring him a sacrifice. You'd be like, "Hey, God, I rock with you. I, I, I fucks with you, man. I fucks with you. I hope you fucks with me." So I, I got this thing right here that I got for you. This is for you. So I'm gonna pass it to you, and maybe you can look out for me, increase my crops, my my my, my shares. Look out for a brother. You know, holla at your boy. Yeah, you know, you know, some blessings, please. Blessings, blessings on blessings Bless on blessings. Yeah. So uh I I think it's that time when uh we we mm. we 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 bring in the mic close and uh we burn some incense, pour a little sage, pour some out for the homie and uh let me hit it raw, please. Take this what he said. Yo Ten. and uh your boy. It's been a long time since I've been able to sacrifice with you, bro. It's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left oh. you without a dope beat to step to. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, on that note, um, I got two dedications this week. Ooh. And um, I'll knock them out real quick back to back because they kind of go together. Um, yo, I'm all on my Netflix uh, kick. I've been, you know, going through my Netflix films. And uh, I came across this Netflix original movie called The Perfection. And uh, boy, oh boy, is this a crazy psychological thriller, uh, which I do encourage everyone on Netflix to uh, go ahead and check it out. A movie and, or a show? So, no, so it's a movie. Okay, good. they've been doing a lot no of... Uh, series. What's up? I ain't got no time for no series. All right. <laughs> Anybody got time for that? But uh so no, so I've been watching this and so shouts out to my first dedication, uh Ooh. Allison Williams, which you guys may recognize as that crazy white bitch that was on Get Out that got the brother trying to kill the brother at the end. Bro, um she she was on my yo, if, all right. If ever you wanted to watch a series, watch the show girls. That can't be oh, it is her. Look at that plain white girl face. Yes, bro, I loved her. Yes. Watch girls yo. with uh Lena Dunham. I didn't know she was on Girls, so shouts out to that too. But um, so yeah, Allison Williams, uh, yeah, so she uh, played the character. And just to give the premise of the movie, not to you know give anything away, but essentially, uh, Allison Williams is a, a, a chick that used to be. Uh, she plays the cello or whatever, and um, she was like one of the greatest of all time and all that. And then her mother got sick, and um, with her mother getting sick, she kind of had to fall away from the game of working. Uh, you know, uh, you know, playing this instrument, if you will. And oh in that uh, time, um, the she went to like a school for gifted like musicians, and another um, chick came about that uh, became the new crowning achievement of uh, 
the school or whatever. And um, she's my second dedication who goes by the name of Logan Browning. And um, you can catch her also on Instagram. And uh, this lovely sister here is uh, was the new person on the block who was uh, playing cello and so forth. And um, let's just say that they linked up and um, the whole point of it was like as you play instruments on and so forth, you strive for per- perfection and so on and so forth. And as time progresses, psychological th- thriller, you learn that there's no such thing as perfection and uh, there's a lot of fucking craziness going on. And I'll play this little uh, play the little uh, trailer in the background real quick as you say what you say. No, I was going to say the one little thing that, that I know about the culture is that these motherfuckers, guys or gals, they're fighting for a seat. And this seat is an, an elite sort of thing. And, you know, we were talking about earlier. And so I can imagine the fucking the backstab and, and the, the shade and, you know, all the sort of shit that probably come into place with that. And she looks like a high strung white bitch, too. So that's just that's perfection right there, in all honesty. Uh, so, again, I never watched oh. the movie, but I imagine there's some turmoil like that. Right. And all you got to do, so like how, like how me and the, how me and Skips like will find a movie is that we'll hop on Netflix. You know, Netflix has a thing now where all you got to do is scroll over something. It just starts playing the preview. Mm -hmm. And so we're just kind of going through everything, trying to, you know, find out some, find something to watch. And we went over the 15 second, the 15 second trailer for this. And it started playing and it got down with the 15 seconds. And we looked at each other. It was like, yeah, we're going to watch this shit. Like, what the fuck is going on? Just watch the 15-second trailer on Netflix. And you're going to be like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Hit play. Yeah, I got to see. I got to see what led to that. So it's crazy. But uh, shouts out to Allison Wolf, uh, Williams. You can follow her on Instagram at AW. That's right. AW is uh, all of it. And then uh, you can find Logan Brown uh, Browning, who's on here under Logan Larice, and that's L O G A N L A U R I C E. And as always, if uh, you're too illiterate to do any of that, all you got to do is uh, hit us up, follow us on uh, Instagram, where we post all of our dedications, and uh, it keeps it funky over there. So, uh, ErizonaSoulPodcast.com. Yeah. Yo, so since you took it there, can you do a search for me since you're handling the, the middle screen? Mm, can, have you heard of Lizzo? The artist Lizzo on IG, she's Lizzo Beating, beating with um, B-E-E-A-T-I-N-G. So L-I-Z-Z-O for Lizzo, B-E-E-A-T-I-N-G, Lizzo Beating. So I'm not sure, too sure if that's hey. like okay, saying snapping. No, you could add her. That's uh, Wait, yeah, I'm trying to, okay, no, I thought, yeah, I thought I did that thing right, but I didn't. So let me do that again. <laughs> But one thing that's dope about her, she's obviously, you know, a big girl, you know, hey. doing being real body positive. You know how I listen, you know how I fuck with NPR and um, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name, Terry Gross from Fresh Air. She's she's that bitch out in Philly. And um, she interviewed her and, you know, she hit her with that stereotypical question of, um, you know, you're so, you know, that shit about, you know, when they say girls are, big girls are so brave. This bitch snapped on her quick and, and called that shit out saying, why is it so brave when a big bitch is out here doing it? You know what I'm saying? Mm. But, but a skinny girl, you know what I'm saying? Who whatever complains about Tommy flab, you know, is, you know, whatever it, it's brave to, to show your defection. Anyway, she jumped on it so fucking quickly. And I was just, I was captivated by that fucking attitude. Cause in her song, you know, it's, it's a little, it's very commercially, but it's very relatable. Um, and she'd be snapping. She, she's, she's a great writer. 
and she again to bring it full circle to to your uh dedications she was actually a flutist so she was you know in there trying to get at you know those seats bro get in that chair and there's again there's something that i love and respect about the talent and the dedication and the you know determination that she takes and look and she's living her best life right now because hey she can catch dick by walking down the street you know what i'm saying like and then oh no go ahead go ahead I was just say that's one thing I love about black women, especially big black women. They they know they say that Chris Rocket thing made a fucking joke about that shit before. Just saying about this, you know, they they oh, what was that? They know that fucking, you know, that they snap in. And uh, no, so. shots out to I hope this is the right clip because so I learned about her through the Breakfast Club where she was on the Breakfast Club and kind of the same thing. Charlemagne said something and it was like a weight statement or whatever and all that and same thing she kind of got in on him i think this is the clip let me say i will say you are one of those women who would look stupid skinny what yes because you got a night like it fits you well i look good <laughs> at any size yeah that's and that's it. the thing about me like i look good anyway period hey i will say you are one of those women who would look stupid so yeah so shouts out to her because that's where i learned about her and yeah that's one of the and so that's one of the we as you don't do that to Miss Terry Gross, boy. You don't do that oh. to Miss Terry Gross. <laughs> but that's one of the things we as humans we do all the time is that we try we try to give a compliment, and sometimes you can give a compliment that's actually a backhand compliment. Um, the trans community yeah. says that all the time or whatever when it's a chick that's trans, and then someone's like, Oh, you're cute for a trans. It's like that's not a compliment. You're saying, oh, bitch, you only like a man. Like, that's not a compliment. Right. And so same thing with him. Like, oh, man, you'd be pretty if you were skinny. Like, bitch, bitch nigga, eat a dick. Like, why are you talking to me like that? So I get it. I get it. But shouts out to her because, yeah, she is a baddie. I saw her on uh, there. And, um, yeah, shouts out to her. Yeah, so number of respect. So since you had two, I definitely got to have two because people can definitely go to her page anytime. Uh, this one's a, a, a local love. And uh, back in my, uh, I guess in my dyke days, you know what I'm saying, I was running the streets. Um, anyway, she was one of the sisters. Uh, type in you are, her name is Your Face, U-R-R-F-A-C-E, Your Face. And I don't, I mean, I'm not aware if she's a model, but you wouldn't know that because of just. Oh, account know. private. It really? And that's the picture yeah, that's on. I'm typing the right one. No, 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 there's no dot. It's just straight U R R F A C E. We just want money. Yeah, that this. Yeah, this might be underage. We better get out this cut. <laughs> <laughs> Let me unclick. Let me unclick that. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yo, I can't oh. find her. Oh well, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh man, I, I wish I could present this, brother. I really wish. I, I don't know. Yeah, U R R R F A C E. But you know what? Do this. Uh, type in hashtag. Type in hashtag, word. and then just write down the the regular the regular uh, word. Your right. face, because I, I know she be hashtag. Founder, is this her? Pa- yes. Is she well, private? Unfortunately, she, yeah, she has a private page. Oh no! But I will, I will log in and follow her. Yes. So and um, one thing again about her, bro, because again, this picture really doesn't do doesn't do any sort of justice. And right now, she just because I, as I was, you know, kind of looking for for the dedications, her, her do her most recent picture, dude, that, that she posted today, I guess about three hours ago, dog. It just seems like bait, like uh, what is it? Not fish bait. <laughs> what is it like when they're trying to catch a predator? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, oh, jail it's, bait. It's yeah. 
And um, one thing that it, I remember, and actually I just lost sound right now, so I'm going to ramble while I try to get my sound on. Oh, sure, sure, my sure. Died. Um, One of the things that, because again, back when I was running the dyke unit, and uh, she was a sister of one of them, um, I met her and, her and her husband at the time. You know, this dude, a big old cock diesel, just can break you like a, a, a twig, right? And you know, she was one. She's one of those beautiful wives and mothers that you know showed off her man and you know all that, all that good stuff. And they go, wouldn't you know? It just became apparent that all those pictures were deleted. Not to say I went back and checked, but it's one of those situations where I'm like, wonder what happened to do. You know, where to be seen. And and you know, I get in trouble like that sometimes, where I don't even realize it. And my wife's like, you know, you're deleted off a. Uh, uh, FIG. I'm like, oh, is that right? I'm like, are you trying to scout? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. You're putting out a fucking flag and saying, you know, it's like, because motherfuckers be paying attention like that. You and I, actually, I can't hear you. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Because I was going to say real quick, uh, that reminded me of, there was a, there was a joke that uh, if I scroll back and like a picture from 36 weeks ago, um, it's not because I'm stalking you. It's because none of your new pictures is hot. So I've just got to put that out there. <laughs> word, word. No, no, this actually legit came from when I was scrolling. You know how sometimes they'll just show one fucking comment and then it says, oh, you know, it shows you a link to see the rest of the thread. And someone was thirsty enough to fucking put on there, where's your dude at? <laughs> Why would you call that shit out? Oh, wow. Some motherfuckers are so dumb. But again, it goes to show the thirst and the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to lead up to that. You got to try to figure out what's good. And anyways, so I hope, so it's no disrespect, especially, uh, Chris, if you're, if you're seeing this, you're hearing this, I, I truly dedicate you. You're just a, you're just a, uh, I don't know. I don't want to call you a bad bitch and I don't want to be in any way disrespectful, but you're just, you're the creme de la creme. And bro, she has fucking boys that are big and strong, and this is this woman doing it, and she's looking flawless while she's mm. doing it. And it makes me wonder how much of that is a lie. But mm, girl, you Snap. doing it? What is it? And a uh, twist. Two snaps and a twist. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. never being rebooted. Too bad their sons weren't as talented, bro. Maybe it was just different times. But. Oh my god, I know. And I was so disappointed when they were talking about rebooting in Living Color, and then it didn't come into fruition. I was hoping that because in Living Color was it, it that was one of a kind, and it was you had the fucking Wayne brothers who were incredible, the Wayne sister who was incredible. You had Jim yeah. Carrey who was incredible. You had Jamie Foxx that was incredible. You had so much uh, Tom. Uh, uh, what was it, Tommy Davidson? You had so yeah. much fucking talent. Don't forget the other brother, uh, Alex something. I forget his uh, name. David Allen Greer. David uh, Allen Greer. Fucking, oh my god, just ridiculous. Even there was a white woman on there that uh, the other weird white woman that didn't end yeah. up going up like the rest of them. She was hilarious on there. It just it was clicking on all cylinder or cylinders. Mm-hmm. And um, I know the initial idea, and I still wish they would do something like this, is they were going to do a reboot and use some of the new young talent or whatever that you got. Uh, on Instagram and all this and so on and so forth. And so hopefully maybe one day they'll be able to get all that in place. But for now, it is. It makes the most yeah, sense. So, but I requested your face and, uh, yeah, hopefully she'll add. But, uh, yeah, shouts out to her. And actually, yeah. funny, real quick, before we get out of here, uh, another thing, shout out to, and I can't bring it up on the page because I don't, I don't want YouTube to get uh, turned down. Um, Popo, have you heard of the new Yelp service that is out? I've heard of this thing called Yelp. Where you, you, you heard of Yelp. You know, you, there, there's services, there's companies out there, and you go to Yelp and you read the.
reviews and see if that's something that you want to partake in. You know, you, you get the reviews, see what's going on with it. Uh, there's a new Yelp on town. You can find them on Twitter, and it's um, Dick Yelp. Oh. There's, there, there's a Yelp for dicks out there now. And uh, women are bro, sliding. I I been killing it. Not even having to feed a bitch anything from the value menu, bro. I'd be killing it if I fucking had that in my day. Yo, they there are women sliding into the DMs. They're uh, sharing the handles of the men, and they're like, "Hey, let me tell you about this brother." They be like, "Oh, yo, he got a he got a fat cock, and he'll eat your pussy for like an hour. Ooh. But when he try to put it down, man, he go for like eighteen seconds, and he done." And it's just it's all kinds of did some. But he, eat it, but he eat it real good though. He ate it real good, it but the dick game was that great. And there was another chick, and she was like, "Yo, she was like, this is a Jamaican dude." And he was packing, and he fucking blew my back out, and then he kept cheating on me. But damn, my 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 labia is, is quivering just thinking about him right now. <laughs> Yo, next I'm time y'all on, next time y'all are on Twitter, follow Dick Yelp, and let them know that we sent y'all, and uh, you will you will be thoroughly um, entertained. I would just say yes. That. That's kind of what's up, though. I mean, that's a good mention to get. You know what I'm saying? Like this brother, this brother packing some good dick. Yo, speaking of shouts out to Twitter, OJ Simpson. You know, tw- after the 25 year anniversary of, uh, <laughs> of the trial, there's no fuckers on Twitter now. I don't know if he's passed a statute of limitation that he he don't give no fucks no more. But it definitely feels like he don't give no fucks no more. And uh, and he's out there wilding, bro. So I highly suggest following him on Twitter. Fuck, who else joined Twitter? I'm not, I, I, it's hilarious because yeah, because he's on Twitter. Um, shit, I'm trying to find his profile, but yeah, he's on Twitter. Cosby's back on Twitter too. It's a resurgence. Brothers are coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on right now, but uh, yeah, uh, OJ is on Twitter, and it's funny because in his bio, it says uh, if if it's not being said on this Twitter here, I didn't actually say it. And so he's coming Damn. out to fight all the naysayers and all that. And it was hilarious because he came out and he was like, yeah, you know, me and Chris Jenner go way back and I loved her husband and I love the family and so on and so forth. And, and Chloe's a wonderful girl, but that, that, that's not my daughter. Yes, it is. Nigga. <laughs> you convinced you convinced? Well, that is OJ's daughter. Why Chloe don't look like any of them. Chloe don't look like the rest of them. Hey, she she, built, she tell me why she's the baddest right now, though. Don't you oh, think? No, she, I've been saying that she's the baddest out of all of them. I've been since she's been big. She's been baddest. She's been the baddest one. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, I would pick her over uh, uh, Kim any day. And the other one, I don't find the other one attractive. I've never did. It's something about she. Oh, like an adventure. Like you'd fuck her to, because you, you're upset with her. This bitch didn't cook nothing. You've been, you've been working for twelve fucking hours. This bitch on fucking Twitter all day. She she seems so boring to me. Like I I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I just I can't rock with her. She would have sucked cock fucking uh, Lord Disick's dick. But uh it looks like she sucks a lazy cock. Like I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. like, my, oh, my, my dick would there. yawn while she's on it. Like my dick would be like, Oh my god, we still doing this shit? Like, come on, bitch. Yeah, I think that's probably like I've never been into ass shit, but I mean that's probably a bitch you fuck in the ass because you're just you're upset with her. She just she upset you that day. Well, I just I, I gotta switch out. I gotta do something different. So I'm dead, yeah, I'm... So on that note, um, shit. Once again, in actual, I wasn't even ready because I ain't got my sound card queued queued up. Trying to, trying <laughs> no, to yo, it really has thing. been fun being able to fucking get to be able to to, to record with you again. People yeah, who I mean, don't know right now probably aren't aware. This, 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 this oh, no, was a ahead. weekly, if not two times, two loads a day, a week, you know what I'm saying, sort of thing. 
and um but they just corporate not america snatched my mother fucking soul you know it's it's a beautiful thing when uh you you know you start making some decent money but the sacrifices you have to make in this world when you start making some decent money it, so, it yeah it's it's tough so this is brother and i i kind of want to get him on the show we'll see if, if he if he hears this and and he's he seems questionable because he's very flamboyant he's a black brother and he you would think that he was gay because the gays love him and you know and of course he kind of he sometimes picks up that you know you can see dots connect right and so you can kind of see it but also there's this little baddie latina chick that people go after you know me you know like the pale ones and um but he would fucking his ears would fucking perk back, and I can see the th- I cannot I cannot I can see the thirst because he's a cool player, but like I can see him fucking you know what I'm saying I can see what he's doing you know what I'm saying yeah, you no, can I see when so I know what you're saying you know you could tell this nigga's hunting yeah and but but again but when 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 little when baddies are away he seems like he's ready to play and so i don't know I, i'm curious to ask but dude he's just so smart with his with his quips you know i can't tell because same can be said about me you know like a big old bear but um he is an inspiring director and he he's lived the life out there and you know out here you know I, I hope to get a story on here i won't i won't i won't do i won't put him on blast right now but we had this conversation of when you know sometimes like you know you have to be the struggling artist or the starving artist out there fucking sleeping on couches to try to make something work and the fucked up thing about it is sometimes that's needed because if we are in our comfort in this first world problem life that we get to live where you know i'm saying biggest gripe is the fucking internet not connecting but hey what the fuck we can we can we can meet we can you know we, we have all this freedom but we're hit with limitations because of the responsibilities that, that we have, our family, or you know, our kids, our wife, and everyone else, and having to be the head of that household, how the fuck can someone already not doing what they you know what they wish to do can have the time to do that they want to do? Because you know you have that struggle, you have that juggle, and have you technically at this because again it, it takes sacrifice right mm-hmm. but could you imagine sacrificing not putting fucking food in your kids stomachs or not having yeah. a fucking roof over your head like no because that's mandatory yeah so how the fuck can i thrive in what i wish to aspire to do if you know what i'm saying i'm busy fucking wasting most of the yeah. day getting to work working at work and then starting and over back home and that's the thing. So, like, and even like, uh, you know, I, I, in a past life, I was in the music industry, and um, I spent like a good ten years in the music industry. And um, I mean, I didn't get rich off of it, but I, I'm looking back, like, I'm proud of my career. I've traveled all over the state. I performed as, you know, I performed down in Tucson. I performed all throughout the metropolitan, uh, fucking Phoenix. I got. Uh, all the way up to Flagstaff performing. I did audio engineering. I was in the studio with a very um, established producer, and um, I was in the studio. Long. What? 
I say, I say he, he's, a, he's a legend in the hip-hop game. Yeah, he, he did his thing, and I was in the studio while he was on the phone with Ashanti uh, as they were pushing the Nets' new single. Like, I, you know, I, I did a lot while I was in the industry during the time that I was in there. And it's one of those things, though, unfortunately, where it was that, where it was a lot of fucking sacrifice, and it was a lot of that that I was doing, and it was a lot of cutting corners, it was a lot of not sleeping, and it was a lot of making sure that you had a job that only took up so much time because you focus on his passion and so on and so forth. And unfortunately, all that changed when I had a kid because it's like shit I can't I can't sacrifice that like that anymore so I have to find some other way and then yeah you get sucked into corporate America and um, it is what it is unfortunately so is it selfish then because one can say oh well I'm gonna run I'm gonna take time off to pursue my dream for example my sister-in-law they both work for they both work for the government you know had a good paying job had the weekends off you know what I'm saying typical you know, American dream sort of gigs, right? Um, punch in every day, you know, all that good stuff. And uh, recently, because they adopted two kids, she, one of the wives, because this is a dyke couple, um, one of them decided, the most fraternal one, decided to become the work-at-home mom. And that has to fucking take a toll because now you're relying on one income, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing to take the time off so that again you can nurture and nature these kids that these investments this you know this thing that you have to protect you know for the longest one can also take the route of you know i don't know how selfish it sounds brother i'm confessing it right now and again it's not that i would ever do it but it hit me because i went to visit my boy out in california and bro my, my phone didn't work but it didn't fucking matter I had the yeah. fucking the freshest weed and it just life was beautiful. My buddy, my boy was recording and you know what I'm saying? I just, I got to be around it, you know, soak yeah, it yeah. in a little bit of time. It was my, it was his birthday. And, um, I thought to myself, this guy has a spare bedroom. Yeah. Technically I could just come in in the, in the studios in the, in the fucking backyard. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know, out in this little, little you know, shed yeah. area, like it can be done. And if I could focus you know, while not only while recording, I can be doing the little, you know, uh, open mic shits and not give yeah. a fuck because I'm, I'm not going to know a fucking soul. I can burn through every fucking bridge I want to out there. I yeah. can come back, you know what I'm saying? Uh, eventually, hopefully from the bridges that you burn, yeah. hopefully you make it onto some steadier ground. And I thought to myself, like, I think I believe I can do this. But if I do this, it's going to be kind of like the, the the old Mexican tale. Not to get on a soapbox is, you know, the, the man will go into America to try to, you know, establish himself so that he can that money. send money back. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, bring him with him. Daddy went out for I- cigarettes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fucking put that on a fucking Newport box. No, Have you seen this, man? No, and that is the thing, and that's the unfortunate part about life. So that's the thing where us as men, we can go out there and do that. And if we go out there and do that and then become become successful and then bring all this money back, it's like, oh, man, he's a hero. He sacrificed so much to try to make this happen. And then on the flip side of that, if you do that and then it fails and it doesn't work, oh, he's a deadbeat. Oh, he just Mm -hmm. had to get away. And so that's the unfortunate part about life is that history is written by the winners and the winners get this grand tell and the losers, you don't get that grand tell. And like, it's even, I remember uh, when um, I left after I graduated from school and I went uh, out to Cali, I was working out in Cali. And then um, after being out there for a while, just I couldn't afford it because I was working two jobs. One of them wasn't paying. And because uh, I was interning and all that, after so much time, I just I couldn't afford it. So, ooh, 
So I came back out here to Arizona and I ended up going back to the old job, if you will. It was like, oh, I thought you were going to go to California and become this big megastar. And first off, I never said I was going to become a megastar because, again, I went out to California to get away from being in front of the camera and to get to being behind the camera, behind the scenes with stuff and all that. And um, it's one of those things where it was like, no, I, I accomplished a lot while I was out there. It didn't happen the way I wanted it to. But then it's that it's that story of, oh, he went out there and he he didn't quite it didn't quite work, so on and so forth. And um, and so, no, it's just crazy. And actually, it's funny because that just brought up uh, that reminded me of I had a record on my album uh, to whom it may concern that uh came out after uh i got back from cali was that that your last record no that was my last one was inspired um but uh that actually reminded me we were just talking about that and i had made a record about uh going to cali and coming back i'm gonna do a little snippet this is that old school this is that motherfucking adversity 2010 shit uh, well, that'd be funny if, if hey, you're on for right here. Right here. We're recording. I, I, uh, check it out. Check it out. Some yeah. days I don't think I'm cut out for this trap shit. Watch that. Cause I don't fit in in this rap shit. You rap niggas, so what? Shit's corny. For the watch paints right, your shit still pulls me. I was nicer than you. Mid morning, three days after my birthday. I ain't signed yet. Shit still hurts me. But I'm still performing, still working. Skills working over the rise, and I know that I'm nice. I don't need the crop behind me. That's why I'm trouble rising. At the end of my boat, try to put the game by so shouts out to uh future cat i was working with but yeah that was on uh the to whom it may concern album 2010 or whatever and yeah talked about the 2010 20 or 2009 shit going out to cali or whatever and oh my god what happened oh my god what happened like i was shit i was pursuing a dream what the fuck are you doing but anyway what are uh, you doing y'all can find that shit on google play if y'all care to hear um some old school adversity and i always got offended every single time i'm like yo we should do a track we should do a track you're like yeah yeah yeah, one day (laughs) no and the whole thing was because it's funny too because around when we started linking up was around when i started stopped making music and so it was like it's 2010 i did to whom it may concern and then it was 2011 i did inspired and then 2012 i was working on a different state of black and then 2012 got a little rough and then 2013 we started the podcast and i was still trying to and then it was like i just and then and then that was always the thing because i i I was always the type of person where if i do something i'm gonna give it a hundred percent effort and by 2013 i just i kind of i fell out of love with music and it was like so i'm not gonna half-ass it yo you know you know who kind of sunned me bro and i'm not even embarrassed to say it kendrick bro like i was listening like he all he inspired me at the same time but like hearing him do it i'm just like all right god (laughs) Slow down, okay, damn, damn, dog, slow down. Okay, you got it, you got it. So. But it ruined our testry sort of way, dude. But man, we should just fuck around, bro. Come on, just, just to fucking, just, just to see. No, and I do, um, I do still. I, I, I have a album worth of beats. Where eventually one day I'm going to get the itch, and I'm a hop in the studio and 
it's gonna happen eventually i it's still been waiting for you to fucking tune up uh the cognac that was bottle of cognac about that cognac bro that's that was that, that's my joint man shouts out to cognac so yeah i mean so we'll see we'll see what happens all right, all right. so i'll be hearing this for over 10 years now we'll see for 10 years for 10 years soon <laughs> soon one of, these, one of these days i'm just saying so on that moment, Once again, I would like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show on YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. You can follow us on Twitter at Arizona Soul Pod. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, all them shits, Arizona Soul Podcast. Bring it bring it down a little bit, bro. I know. I don't know why you got to smoking in this, and they're gonna be tripping out. Like, what the fuck? Nah, man, we gotta wake. We gotta wake the people up, man. Make sure we hear you. You gotta hit them with. Yo, the- stay woke. Oh, we out here. We out here. But uh, follow. Uh, find us on uh, ArizonaSoulPodcast.com. You can find all those links. Find the dedications. Um, find a little bit of everything. All the previous episodes of all the fucking sit seasons in, and we still grinding. We still doing our damn thing. We may not come when you call, but yet we're always on time. And mm-hmm. uh, while we're at it, fucking leave us a voicemail four eight zero five eight eight four six eight eight. That's right, four eight zero five eight eight four six eight eight. I'm in the process, as you can see. I have a lab in here, and you say I got work phones in here i'm eventually at some point going to figure out how i can get this live telephone hooked up to our phone system so we have callers call in we have guests call oh, in yeah. we're working on the technology i just gotta wrap my brain around it so uh we're getting there we're getting there eventually yeah we're gonna open up the phone lines for people so yo and then uh if you don't mind man for, forgive me but if you don't mind uh shouting out uh whatever i can't i don't have the blessing to have you brother i definitely bust out the sopapo incognito podcast the AK, the Spick Podcast, which oh. is typically this going solo. <laughs> and then when I'm fortunate enough to be able to link up with uh, aspiring minds or creative souls, uh, I try to bust out the Sopapo sessions. So those that were just looking for, you know what I'm saying, for kind of, for just chit-chat, I really highly suggest, because I think that those are my most proudest solo things. You know, sometimes I feel like, you know, the show was really good. There's a lot of, you know, I would snap it with it. Um, but the, the sessions, man, you know what I'm saying? Just as, as it sounds, I'm sitting with somebody and not a group of people, and, you know, having a session, hopefully a good conversation. So I highly yeah, suggest and hope that y'all can listen to that as well. And I make sure y'all check that out. And again, that's on SoundCloud. It's I'm still working on the website. So um, I think, right. Oh, no, no. Yeah, because I'm so what I'm going to do is have it. So it's the Arizona Soul podcast episodes feed. And then I'm working on having the Soul Popo sessions and the Spick podcast have its own section. And I'm working on having its own section for video, so on and so forth. So the podcast page is always growing. Make sure y'all head over there to ArizonaSoulPodcast.com and fucks with us because we fucks mm-hmm. with you. Yo, and the dedication pages, man, you're going to have yourself a nice time going to that panel. Yo. Yeah. Shouts out to the IG page, uh, which is always on and popping. Shouts out to our Facebook page that's always on and popping. Everything else we're working on. But uh, those two in particular dedications over there on uh, Instagram and our memes over on the Facebook page are definitely popping. So go ahead and fucks with that. And um, last but not least, man, if you don't like this podcast, it's probably because you don't like yourself. And um, Papo, what, what kind of person might that be? I don't know, but your insecurities are showing. And that's nasty. Nasty. 
It's nasty, and I hope somebody whoop your ass so I can sit around and think about. I started thinking to myself, man, what did he do to make them niggas that mad? I ask myself that every single day. <laughs> Once again, until next time. <gasps> Yo. Whoa. Thanks. You're the Jello Bosch. That's the way we became the Jello Shake that jello, baby. Let me see you move that jello. Ooh, so soft that jello. So I wanna bite that jello, bounce that jello, bounce it. Uh, go you outfit. Don't uh, climb that mountain. Look around at all this jello. What they put in that jello? No, 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 that's not putting that jello. You can't tell the difference from jello. Hello, jello. Look how it wiggle. Come on, be nice and give me a little. Alright, let me smack that jello. I not rough, I tap that jello. I lie, I attack that jello. Back, 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 back that jello. There's nothing sweeter than jello. Mira, por favor, dame jello. The way you bend over, look over your shoulder, and jello get closer, makes me cobra say hola. Jello, jello, mmm, no snack like jello. Chupati get swallowed by jello. I lost, I just follow the jello. Ha, I like waste and jello. Give me everything, do not waste the jello. Can't replace the jello. Mommy, mommy, make it 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 jello. Come on, shake that jello. What's your favorite jello? So many different flavor jello. What kind of jello do you want? I like the one you see jello from the front. Don't tease me with jello. Stay here, don't leave with the jello. Rotate that jello. Be hungry, donate that jello. Up, down, jello. Left, right, jello. Don't hold back, show the jello. A nice big bowl of that jello. Whoa. I don't think they're ready for the jello, no. They cannot handle the jello, no. I always ready for the jello, yo. I got my hands on the jello, whoa. Jello. 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 Wow, I'm looking like a goofball. I really just got done playing with my tallywhacker. I'm trifling, trifling. I should be ashamed of myself. Ugh, what is this nonsense I'm watching? Damn, all my people that passed away just seen me beat my wee-wee. What a bummer. I've been led astray. I ain't never watching porn again. This is ungodly, bucko. I am in 
embarrassed. Let me go clean up before I start smelling sour, sour. I got to clear my search history before somebody find out I'm freakalicious. Freak, man, freak, man. Yeah, that's me. I just gave my computer a virus for no reason. I'm still horny. I might have to go back in for round two. Hey, cool it, bucko. That ain't the move. I'm a full-blown sex addict. I need to find me a girl before I get off right as my hand hurts. Oh, yeah. If you didn't like this podcast, it's probably because you're racist. Yeah. Fuck your feelings, though. <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? You hear me?